Asylum Wrestling Podcast listeners, Nate Maxson, your producer here with you, and it is the Asylum Wrestling Podcast, a very special edition here of the show. This past Saturday, the 16th of May, the Asylum went virtual. There was a virtual con in the Asylum, the Nerd Closet, World Championship Customs, and the Weekend Wrestle Podcast with the one and only Marcus Buff Bagwell. That's right, he's buff. He's the stuff. And he was in the Asylum the virtual asylum, and what this is, is, you know, in the days of, of, of the virus and all this that's going on, um, we can't get to meet our wrestlers in person like we used to at conventions, this is an innovative, awesome idea, um, that Buff was able to interact with fans, sign autographs, just like he would at a convention, but in a virtual setting, where everybody was online, and you could, uh, you could get a signed 8x10, there were signed Buff Bagwell Pants, signed Buff Bagwell boots, an awesome time, a really, really cool, inventive, innovative idea. So I want you to check this out. We have uh, Rocky Turner, we have David Gold, we have Nick Francis, and of course we have Buff Bagwell and you, those that joined in the virtual asylum. Guess what? You're going to have cameos on the Asylum Wrestling Podcast this week. Here's the entire virtual con with the Asylum, the Nerd Closet, World Championship Customs, and the one and only Buff Bagwell. Enjoy, Asylum. Here we are in the Virtual Asylum. I want to welcome everybody to the uh, first show with uh, Buff Stuff Bagwell. And uh, I got David Gold joining me and Nick Francis on the wings we got a couple more guys that'll be in after a bit so you guys just enjoy the show we're going to run everybody through uh fast as we can now granted we're not going to get too excited about you know running over or anything like that we'll give you plenty of time to uh talk with buff ask a question get an autograph and then we'll go from there basically we're just going to hang out and uh see how this thing goes so i like it i like it that's good I'm going to check her feed, make sure we're good. How are we doing in uh, the asylum there, Dave? We're good. I'm about to post it up now, brother. All right. That's all went live in the virtual asylum, so we're going up now. I'm about to get that thing up and running. I'm going to share myself uh, to WCC. And uh... I just want to take a moment and thank all the guys and gals that have taken their time out of their, their, their Saturdays to, to join us and and have our hard-earned money to see a legend on camera with us. Um, This is something that's uh, new. Uh, Buff has been very, very kind to come on with us and allow us to to be our first one. So thank you, Buff, for joining us. Thank you. um, We're going to start getting some guys and gals rolling up in here as soon as we can. Um, And I hope hope everyone really enjoys themselves on this. Absolutely, guys. And like you said before, I mean, this is a laid back thing. And let's, let's, I mean, any kind of questions you have, let's talk. And I mean, ain't like you got a whole lot to do out there. So um, let's, let's talk, have a little bit of fun. And thank God to the asylum for doing it. I mean, this is without these guys, I'm telling you, these guys are phenomenal. And um, they really have done great. 
great stuff. And this thing right here is something that's going to, I think, going to be huge for them in the, in the future. I just happen to be the, the first one out of the gate to do it. And I think once guys see it, I think it'll be a really cool thing. And it's just a no-brainer. It's uh, And it's the asylum, baby. Let's hey, there's it. Dan. Let's bring Dan in. All right, Buff. Our first guy um, is a, a huge fan of yours. His name is Dan Gleason. Um, he has chosen to be signed today. This beautiful Buff Bagwell Hasbro photo. And um, let's get Dan in. I'm bringing him in now. There he is. Hey, what's, up, Dan? what's up, Dan? He's locked up. <laughs> he has frozen. He's frozen up. He's a, that's a big boy. <laughs> Dan's awesome. He's a huge supporter of the asylum. We'll get him back in. Yeah, so, we'll we'll back in here. There he is. Hey, what's up, big boy? How you doing? Hey, pretty good. Good, man. How, 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 hey, how Bob, about, how you doing? Good, Dan. How are you? Good. How big are I'm you? Bring Buff up, just Buff alone. I am 6'4", 250. I knew you were a big boy just by looking at your damn head. God damn. <laughs> That's a big yeah. boy right here, bro. We're going to sign you a picture. Is this the one we're signing for him, Mr. David? Yep, the Hasbro, the beautiful Hasbro 8x10 for Mr. Dan. Okay. I'm going to sign it, then let me see it. To Dan. And it's going to say, I'm buff, but Dan is the stuff. So we, yeah. And I'll sign here and let you see it here. So you got it coming at you, brother. Here we go. I got to let you yeah. No, Today, not a problem. I'm both. You're the man. So, uh, of daddy. I got a quick story for you. Do you still talk to Scott Norton? Oh, tremendously. He's, he's, we're super, super tight. And so, no man stopped us from being. The next biggest thing was I broke my neck in our very first match. Uh, when we came out as vicious oh, and delicious, that was the match I broke my neck in with with Lex Luger and Rick Steiner. And um, after that, he was in Japan. So when I came back, they put me with Scotty. So Big Papa Pump and Buff Bagwell made a made a good run too, you know. So, uh, but 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 he's a great friend of mine, dude, and I love him to death and. Scott Norton's just, he's tremendously, really, really, really a super great guy. Yeah. I met him when I was 13, when he was in Portland wrestling, and it was like his third match in Portland. <laughs> and they threw, they, they threw the tag belts on him with Rip Oliver's kid, Larry, and they were oh in a strap God. match. And watching that match, I swear, he had never been in a strap match before. And watching this big guy get hit with this like brown leather belt, and just watching like curl up. Oh, I I still can see oh. it in my mind. It was like the best. <laughs> yeah, I'm I sure he beat because he, he, I'm he's sure a great he, guy. He, he, he beat hell out of somebody. I'm sure. Oh, he did. Him. Oh yeah, he, oh, was, yeah. he was. I got a. Yeah, he was a great guy. 
Watching him wrestle in Japan, bro, was literally, literally like the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life. And then, but it, but at WCW, he, he, he wouldn't, he, you know, over there, brother, it's, it's, it's for real in Japan. I mean, it's, it's for real. I mean, it's tape up, get ready. You're, you're wrestling in Japan, bro. And if you get off track, there ain't no talking. It's just, it's a fight. And he was, they were scared to death of him. So we go out our first match and in Japan and I'm being buff faggle, making fun of all the guys and doing my dance. He goes, dude, you're going to get us killed. <laughs> he, goes, you're gonna get us killed. <laughs> he said, you got to quit it. The whole Japanese company came down, which is about five guys, the suits, we call them. They came down and they said, you, every night, same, same. Scott <clears throat> Norton looked at me and said, he goes, I've never seen anything like that in my life. He said, just do it. He goes, I thought you were going to get us killed, but you're not. We got so over that me and Scott Norton beat Lex Luger and the Giant in front of 120,000 people at the Soccer Dome. I mean, it was a, it was crazy. It was just nuts. Oh. How big the NWO got was huge. Yeah, that's on my bucket list. I would love to go to Japan and watch a show. I mean, oh, I think that anybody cool. would, that's a wrestling fan. It's yeah, a really different. It's a really different deal over here. You do a tackle, drop down, leapfrog, hip toss, and the crowd reacts. Well, over there, they don't do that. So you got to figure out what they react to. It took some time to figure yeah. that out. It's a different crowd. By I mean, watching you know. it, even yeah, by watching it, you can see that too. It's like they'll yeah. be like, no, like when Mox, say for instance, like when Moxley came down, they get a little bit of a pop when he gets in the ring until he does something like hits him with something or anything. There's no pop until they until there's damage. And it's, if you lock up, watching it. if you lock up and just do a clean break, they pop. And you're like, what? Yeah. So I came up with this thing because everywhere you go over there, you get a thing they call they they say high domo. Don't know what it means, but I did find out. But it means <laughs> after three weeks, it means kind of what's up to us. It's several different things. <laughs> so <laughs> I locked up with a guy, backed into the corner, and I backed out and I went, high domo. And the crowd went crazy. Same thing. The suits came down. They said, every night, you, Haidomo. Every night. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, sir. You know, and Scott, Scott Norman to me, he goes, I thought you were going to get us killed and you've saved us over here. So it was a big deal. And they had their own NWO group over there, too. And with, uh, you know, the great Muda and, right. and all those guys, you know, all those superstars they had. So it was it was a lot of fun. Was, yeah. a, lot, a lot of good Did memories. you ever fight Chono? Huh? Did you ever, ever have Chono or any of those oh, guys? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, but they were in W.O. also. So uh, I'm not sure I ever went against him, but I was with him because that was their N.W.O. was Muda and all those guys. I, he, I think he's one guy that if I was walking walking down the street and Chono was coming down the I would run. There'd be no, it'd be gone. Oh. <laughs> no, hi, how you doing? Just go. 
that guy is very i've always he's intimidating me always <laughs> oh yes and then he's and he's a great worker too man he's, he's he really when you walk when you walk in that ring bro you better be ready so it's 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 on over there hey dan thank you so much man for joining us thanks man um, i appreciate it buddy yeah thank you nice and- meeting you buff and I can't wait to do more of these with you guys. These are great. And like I said, always, if you need me, you know, you can go to MarcusBuffBagwell.com. That's my website. You can go in there and check out anything. I've got, we got documentaries that this, this is my, this is my best ever documentary. This shows my car wreck, my entire life, what I went through. So, you know, go check it out. Check the website out. It's also I also got five volumes of of my career from the start to the to until now. So just uh, the, the, the handsome stranger days. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, can you see up close there? Can you see the handsome stranger? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because I, I that was just. I just this, that popped was, in my head with the handsome stranger just GWF boom. This was my first character ever, which was called the Fabulous Fabian. And then <laughs> this actually shows the handsome stranger with me wrestling a lot of stuff, Eddie Gilbert and a lot of guys. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, Check it out. GWF was a good yeah, that would have been a good one. Oh you guys did good stuff there. I like Eddie Gilbert. We thought we were gonna be the you know the next the next Big three, you know, we thought we were going to be the third one, yeah, and it went away like you know, like so many do, but um, but uh, we're still here. Thanks, right, Dan. Have a good evening, appreciate Thank you guys. Thanks, Thanks Dan. Dan. Yeah, out to you again. Thank you, Buff. I'll peace Thank out, guys. Asylum. <laughs> All right, so, Buff, our next gentleman in line is Mr. Mike Fugazi. Um, he NWO, black and white buff, non-animated. And I will step aside and, and let y'all have your time. How you doing, Mike? Thanks for coming. Hey, I'm Mike. doing well. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me. It's great to see you. I can see you're an NWO fan. Oh, we got to represent. So hey, I'm. You know, if you're NWO, brother, you're NWO for life, right? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a good picture. Is this the one you want, brother? Perfect. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna sign this for you. I'm gonna show you, and so you'll make it out to Mike. Yes, please. You got it. To Mike. Fantastic. N W O, brother. Here you go, my brother. There you go. Awesome. Can't wait. Yes, that's gonna be fantastic. I'm look at it, trying to remember if I if I really did look like that before. <laughs> but I actually did. Oh, you look you look a lot more like that now than I do. So <laughs> I remember putting my name on a paper one day. I was writing buff, and Arn Anderson walked up to me and he said, "You're going to regret that one day." And I go, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "Just trust me." You're going to regret that one day. When I turned 40, I realized what he meant, but it took 15 years to understand what he meant. I know what he meant. <laughs> when you name yourself Buff, guess what? You better be Buff. Yeah, like Buff, right? You, gotta, you better show up. But it keeps you in the game. It keeps you in shape. And as you can see, I'm still, 
I'm still trying to say it's Jake, and but it does put that name on you, bro. That you got to keep up. You know, I'm buff. Yeah. The stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I we had a crew. I mean, I'm, I turned 40 this year, right? So we were right in the wheelhouse with WCW being such a huge thing, and we went to a ton of live shows and. Um, we're very much down with the NWO right from the get-go. And so in that posse, the the guy that I was hitting the poses of and acting like and trying to be cool like was definitely Buff Daddy. Uh, oh, yes. I, I, never could, I never looked like Buff Daddy. but <laughs> I remember one time we were getting ready to go to the ring, and we're actually getting ready to go out in front of, I mean, all the stars, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan, everybody – we're getting ready to go out live in front of 70,000 people. And I had my shirt off. And Lex had a tank top on. And Lex goes, you didn't tell me you're you going to take, take your, have your shirt off. And I said, well, I just took my, my shirt off, you know. And he goes, Scott Hall looked at him and goes, you still got time to take yours off if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> and Lex was like, uh, we're good. I'm good with this same time. We're good. But then, then he then he became he became very strong. You know, he's he is the total package, and he was the total package. Lex Luger and always will be to me. So That's he's, awesome. a great guy. he's a great guy. So great guy. I know we only got a couple minutes, but um, I've always been fascinated by that notion of you know pro, a pro wrestler once they got a good gimmick, it's really just them amped up, right? Like turned up to ten. Sure, just just turn up a little bit. Yeah, so in terms of, like, the whole Buff Daddy thing and Buff and the NWO, just, like, anything about, like, how you found that? Like, was, was that just, like... Well, here, here's... Somebody the story, I'll make it simple for you. It's um, when, when, you, when you get named your real name, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, which I begged Dusty Rhodes and hired me not to name me that. I was like, Dusty, that ain't cool. You know, God rest his soul. I was like, Dusty, that's not cool. I don't, I don't know how to make that cool or nothing. I said, everybody else has got a guitar or a Johnny B. Bad had the gun that shot off. And everybody had a gimmick. Here I am as Marcus Alexander Bagwell. I said, Dusty, that's that's not going to work, you know. So he said, trust me, it'll work, you know, being being a rookie and, and being, you know, you coming out strong. And then they started having Sting come out and making saves for me. And they had set me up for like Vader to beat me up and Sting come out to make the save before they had their world title match, you know. But you know, I, I didn't get why they didn't do as much as I did the NWO guys. Like for example, who's the first person you saw with their name on their back of their shirt? Me. But why didn't Kevin Nash have Nash? Why didn't Hall have Hall? I mean, we kind of all look the same in there when you're all together, kind of, you know. So I'm the first one that came up with buff on the back of my shirt. It was back to the days of the the old school, you know, like when you print your your, your little yeah. high school, you know, <laughs> shirt, you know. But I just I just wanted to separate myself so people knew me. So that's where the top hat came from, and and things like that. And but I got booed. As Marcus Alexander Bagwell, because the chicks were cheering, but the guys were not. But then when Buff was created, Buff was kind of cool. So the guys kind of thought Buff was cool. 
and the girls can still cheer and not be there not be tension. So the buff name and the buff attitude, the buff character really is what turned me turned me wide open. Awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you, so Mike. That. Mike, we appreciate you coming in, buddy. Uh, we're going to have to get rolling and, and absolutely guest in here. But thank thanks you. for coming in, man. Thanks, Mike. Oh, no, thank you, guys. Bye. I appreciate it. Take care, everybody. Marcus, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Bye. All right. So I think we have on deck now, Mr. Trevor Duncanson. Oh, my boy, Trevor. Trevor, hey, what's up, Trevor. Yeah, we can hear you, Trevor. Okay? We got you. Yep. All right. All three. All three. All right. He gets an extra Hasbro one as well. Is that right? Okay. Sure. We got you gonna do this one. Oh. I like one. Hold on. There we go. I'm gonna put him in solo there. There we go. All three, right? Yes, sir. Perfect. And it, it it's uh it's uh his first name again was Trevor. Trevor. Okay, Trevor. T R E V O R. Trevor, anytime you need me or you want to check something out, I do for starters. I gotta give a shout out to the asylum just for coming up with this idea. It's a great no, idea. Fantastic. But at the same time, if you want to get in touch with what I'm doing or see my schedule, my calendar, it's 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 marcusbuffbagwolf.com. And you go to my website and see where I'm at and what's going on. But right now, as you know, with this coronavirus crap, there ain't a whole lot of things I'm going. But that's why we're trying to reach out and do stuff like this for the fans, you know. So uh, thank you so much for doing it. Yeah, of course. I just had a uh, one question. Go hit me. Trevor. In today's pro wrestling, if NWO, I'm sure you get this a lot, if NWO would have been launched in today's pro wrestling world, what company do you see it succeeding in? Whether it's NWA, WWE, AEW now, Japan? Um, you know, a lot, a lot of guys, even when TNA first came out, they'd go, you know, I'd rather see you at TNA than... And WWF or WWE, and, da, 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 da. and I was like, you know, we we beat the WWF for eighty three consecutive weeks, not eighty three times, eighty three consecutive weeks. That's a big deal, big deal, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody to create a fake and a fake Razor Ramon, whoa. I mean, we got him against the ropes. We, we, we didn't really want to have him against the ropes. We knew there had to be a couple of these companies for all of us to survive. You know, there's 30-some football teams. There's only two or three wrestling teams. But I watched the AEW the other night, and I, I wasn't in a breath. I was like, what? Um, uh, but but as, far as, as, as far as wrestling goes, I love wrestling, period. So, yeah. if the WWE called me or AEW or you know, TNA or anybody. I'm, of course, that's television. That's TV, bro. That's a big deal. I'm at an 11-year consecutive run with WCW. And there's only two guys that had that. That was Steam and me. That's it. 11 consecutive years. So that's a big deal without going back and forth. 
So to answer your question, I, I love wrestling, period. It's just a matter of just, you know, you know, being at the right place at the right time and and let's just say Buff happened to be at the right place at the right time. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Like I said, I'm a huge fan. Just appreciate you doing this for, for the group. Oh, absolutely, Trevor. Um, uh, you have any more questions? No, just that. Just really right. appreciate it. For you now, we sign in three. We said four. Four. Okay, there's that. He gets, we got, uh, he gets one of each of those, and he gets a second animated Hasbro one. So you he's, he's getting. He's getting. He's getting two of these, correct? Correct. That's right. Absolutely. Hey, Trevor, this is Nick. Can you hear me? Trevor? Yeah, what's up? Yep. Do you want to, do you dare want to mention to Buff that you're on the verge of probably holding just as many titles as he's held, as many as you've <laughs> won here lately? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting up there with my, uh, what I win the other night. Won uh, the replica, WWE replica event tonight, the other day. So. <laughs> getting up there in, in in what two months I think yeah I'm getting there. Yeah, well, look, hey, congratulations! And this is this is a tough business. When people when kids come up to me and they go, "Hey, I'm thinking about being a pro wrestler. What, what's your advice?" I go, "Go do it." <laughs> and they go, they go, "What?" I go, "Go do it." I, it's it's extremely tough. It's very hard. It's a tough business. I mean, and it's it's really hard to stick and stay in, and much less that get over i mean off bagel got fired in atlanta georgia so it's a pretty tough business you know and it's just it's just just way it is a lot of politics and and, and so you know good luck with it and stay with it and uh hope you have a good success with it thanks again hey thanks, thanks, Trevor. thanks for coming thank in buddy yeah thank you thank you appreciate it trevor all right, so our next gentleman is um, Michael Blackwell. Mr. Uh, excuse me, I apologize, Michael Smith. Michael and Smith. he has two that he likes. Okay. Uh, he wants to go with you and your red attire. Okay. And then he wants to get your NWO non-animated. So he gets one gotcha. of each. And it's Michael? Yes, sir. Welcome, Michael. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael, hey, Michael what's up? What's up, buddy? How you doing, pal? I'm pretty good, pretty good. I was excited to get to talk to you. There's uh, only only really a, a couple things that I, I wanted to talk about. This is one of my uh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's one. One, one, of my, one of my biggest memories from, uh, from those NWO years was your neck injury. Yes. April twenty second, April twenty second, nineteen ninety eight. What do you want to know? About? I was watching. I was watching it live, and I I, rem, I, rem, uh, I remember just completely being. I had never seen anything like that before. Did you think I was really hurt or not? Um. Uh. At the time, <laughs> you know, at the time, obviously, yeah. A lot of people actually, you know, of course, it's wrestling, so there's mm-hmm. angles and things like that. But, you know, when it came back from commercial break and I was still on the mat. Yeah, like, I, I could I could tell you, every, I mean, I was I was fairly young at the time, but but I remember thinking it was a shoot for sure. 
Oh, yeah. And it was, brother. If you watch me close, if you, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you got a, let's, let's say a dead person is on his stomach, okay? Yeah. If you roll, if you roll that dead person over to his back, no matter what, his legs are going to cross because yeah. he's dead. He's dead. If you really watch it back, when they first turn me over, my legs are crossed because I'm paralyzed. Yeah. And then stupid ass Virgil is trying to pull me out of the <laughs> ring and I'm paralyzed. And I'm yeah. like, leave me alone. Let me go. <laughs> I'm paralyzed for real. I so, mean, I, I, I remember being so scared for you, buddy. But the way the way you guys worked that in on that interview with uh, with Steiner and all that, I, I, I mean, I remember. I mean, I felt so much heat for you at that time. Yes, it was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, it worked. It worked perfectly. Hey, look, listen to this. The insurance company was not going to pay WCW. The two hundred grand that it cost to get my neck my neck fixed because yeah I came back so fast and I was in such good shape so quick they were like that this that's that's not true so there's a yeah. there's an interview where me and Scotty come out and I take my neck brace off and do the dance and all that yeah that that's the one I'm talking about and I said look at this scar right here you can see it barely now but it's still there yeah. and I said yeah. look at that. Oh, I said that's a, said, that's a fusion at three, four, and six. I had to do that for them to get paid their money from insurance company because they didn't believe I really oh did get it. So that's when all the wheelchair stuff started, and and all yeah, the, yeah, yeah, all the, all the you know comic stuff started. So it was, it was, we had a good time with it. We had a good run with yeah, it. Yeah. To, to be honest, out of all that, I mean, I remember obviously all the big things that happened from that era, but honestly. It's why I wanted to talk to you today because that's one of the things that I remember the most. My mother saw it, and my father was in the restroom, and she goes, and he was Big Steve was his name, and my my, my, mm-hmm. my oldest brother Steve Junior, so he was little Steve. Yes, sir. And he said, uh, my "Mom goes, Big Steve, Big Steve, Mark's hurt." And he came out, and he goes, "Oh, that's just part of the damn show." What the fuck are you talking about? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And, and he and and all of a sudden he kept watching, and all of a sudden we're in Columbia, South Carolina. Mom starts putting her pants on. You know, like I'm, we're, we're driving up there, you know. And uh, yeah. But they flew me home, and they knew I was going to not listen to nothing they said. So they put me in the. They actually put me in the hospital, kind of like jail, because. Yeah. I couldn't get operated on for three days because the, the surgery wasn't available yet. Mm-hmm. And they knew in those three days, I was probably going to go to the gym, but I literally went from duct tape over my head to the doctor come in and going, all right, sit up. And I set up and could move my arms. And I went, what happened? He goes, you bruised your spinal cord. So what's medically what happened to me is I bruised my spinal cord, I, my cervical disc at three four shot and hit my spinal cord, and thank God didn't sever it. But it bruised it. So when the bruising happens, you lose all feeling, just like you're paralyzed. Yeah. Sound like I so, with cast scans and all that. He goes, set up the spine had come down so I could move and everything. 
So they come wheeling me out in a wheelchair and I'm acting like I'm so crippled and, and, uh, and, and Lex and them are looking at me like, Oh God. And I go, <laughs> oh my God, what happened? What happened? You know, so, so that, that was something was I didn't go ahead. No, I was just saying it was a trip for us too. Oh. believe me. So I remember them saying it, it, when they were talking about it, that, that you had died on the table. Was that a work? Oh, that's, that's just, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely a word. Okay. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't remember all the stuff that I had read about it and I was just curious, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure there are other people, man, that want to talk to you. Well, hold on one second. You had a second one, David, which, which was the second one? Oh. This was the second one? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, yeah. quick, and it's, it's again to who? Michael. Michael. Yes, sir. Well, Michael, thank you so much for coming in and seeing us. And remember, man, if you need me, my website's marcusbuffbagwell.com. And if you want to yes, check sir. Out, the whole reason for this is the asylum. I mean, that's the yeah. reason they put this on. And this is something they've really reached out to do. And it's a great, great thing. So really check them out as the main stars of this thing. But at the yes, same sir. Time, I am Thank buff, you, Michael. and I am the stuff. <laughs> yes, you Michael, are. I appreciate it, Michael. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Go, Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, take care. Thanks, brother. See See you, brother. All right, we've got um, coming up next, we call him the Cat Man. Oh, Gary. Oh, Gary. <laughs> His real name is Gary Lutz, but we call Great. him the Cat Man. Great guy. Awesome guy. He was there a minute ago. Where'd he go? There I'm he is. The link again. Okay, there we go. We're good. You were in the red attire and the NWO black and white. Got one of these. Got him up right here. There he is. There he is. Asylum hat too. Catman do. Gary, what's up? <laughs> Can you hear us, Catman? You got audio? He's not muted. It doesn't show him muted here. What's up, Gary? Catman, can you hear me? Gary, can you hear us? He might have locked up. Come on, Catman. Where you at? We'll get him back in. There he is. Hold on. He might be in here. Hold on. Gary, you good? Good, Gary? Hold on. Yeah, I see it doing a circle now. I was trying to come to him. Yeah, I'm David, do I make it out to Catman? I think or he loves that. I do one for Gary and one for Catman. Yep, exactly. He might want Tony on there somewhere. Well, that's true. <laughs> Buff, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember holding our asylum championship belt. Yeah, I do. Gary was uh, one of the guys that has won that belt. Before. Oh really? Yeah, sure was. Here's, here's Gary's one. Here's Gary. Beautiful. That's coming to you. We got another one to who? Do it to do the one. Do that one to to uh, Catman. He'd love that. Catman. C A T M A N. Yep. I want to say Catman do so bad. N W O baby. Gary says he's having he a little trouble. Complain issues, but there you go. That's all right. But we got this coming to him. Catman, do baby. There we go. I think we got it's him. I think it's coming back on here. Let's see what we get. 
Catman. Can you hear me? We can see you, Catman. We just can't hear you. We can see you, Cat. I'm sending him a message. It's okay. Well, well, I don't see him talking. Yeah, he's not moving. He's froze up. He's definitely froze, or he's really yeah. good at being still. We'll, we'll get him in here. We'll get him in here. <laughs> here he goes. Yeah. Hey, here we go. Can you hear can you me, hear Gary? Can you hear us? <clears throat> he's working on it. It's okay. I can Don't hear worry. him. Hmm. Oh, that's okay. Well, if it comes, we come back on, David. You want to do that, or yeah, we can let him back in. Get someone else on tap. Okay. All right. So we had. Um... I wish we could have got him in. Ah, uh, we'll get him in there. He's probably just in a dead spot. That's the only we're negative here. thing about streaming live is you know you got a little technical issues. All right, so we have um a guy that unfortunately he had a family emergency, so I'm just gonna send him a shout out and have him sign his items for us. Okay. Um, Which one do you sign, David? He picked two of the NWOs. He wants okay. So one of OG. each of these. Yep, one of each. Gotcha. And make it out to? Make it out to John. Both of them, John? That's correct. Sorry you couldn't make it with us, John. Um, we appreciate you uh, coming hey, in John, with us. I appreciate it, man. The asylum has set this whole thing up, and it's tremendous. But at the same time, go to MarcusBuffBabble.com. It shows you where I'm at, what I'm doing, what time I'm doing it. It shows everything. And these guys have really set out to do this and, and took a hell of a chance on this. And, I mean, during this crazy, you know, coronavirus thing and all that, this is something really cool for fans to still at least be in touch with some of the some of the wrestlers. And uh, maybe, maybe this cool-ass shirt, look. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> MarcusBuffBagel.com and give you a call. Can you email me? He can email you. He can also email me at MarcusBuffBagel.com. So and I can call him back and you know talk to him so he at least knows that you can hear me and actually get to talk to me, you know, if need to be. We also had another gentleman who is in the United Kingdom that uh, his time zone has kept him from joining us today, but he would also like one of each. Of the NWOs. I think, I think, what did I give you right there, baby? This is for John that had a family. Just one. There's blood. It's two for John. <laughs> no. No. That's That's one of these. Yep. Okay. What's up, Blevs? How's it going, man? Join in briefly. Oh, what's going on, Big Cat? How you doing, brother? How's it going? Good, man. How's it going, bud? I think I remember you. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know that's the other one for Big John coming at him. All right. And so our gentleman in the United Kingdom that could not join us, he wants also one of each NWOs. Okay. And his name? Matt. We'll make them out to Matt. Can you believe? Anybody want more drink size? Can 
I just had to jump on here, give you a shout out, bus. Want to say hey, what's going on? Hey man, I'm glad you did, brother. It's good to see you. How you doing? Oh, hanging in there. Don't forget. Good, good brother. Good. I just want to let everybody good. know. I ain't never in my life seen nobody eat a steak with ketchup like this man. <laughs> and I'll tell you. Wait, 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 who? Wait, somebody, was it you that gave me the new sauce? That was Dave. That was, that was Dave. Dave. Gold. Was that name on that, baby? But this man eats steak Dave. every day and was Ooh. eating it with ketchup, and Gold had to turn him on to the Ajus sauce. Ajus. Ajus, <laughs> that was it. That was it. And, brother, I'm telling you, I'm a ketchup fanatic, but uh, these guys turned me on to this shit called Ajus. Ajus. And it was really good, but that's the second one to Matt. Perfect. Here we go, right here. Oh, perfect. Your way, baby. All right. Since we got Blev's taking up a little time, we had one other gentleman um, who could not make it because he's also overseas. Um, okay. One of each of these again. Both NWOs. What's his name? Jose. J O S E. And thank you, Mr. Jose. Um, for grabbing two. We appreciate you, buddy. Sorry you couldn't make it to us with the live stream, but uh, at least you got your, your beautiful signatures coming, brother. Here it is right here, brother, just so you see it. It's coming to you. Oh, yeah. We got, uh, we got Jeff in the wings as well. Perfect. All right. All right so I'll get out of here so somebody else can come in. Just want to say hi, Buff. Hey, hey Josh. I couldn't yeah. hear Josh. That's why I left and come back. Appreciate you joining us, brother. That's all right. Here's the second one, Jose. Absolutely. At you. Awesome. I'll see you guys later. See you, Blevs. All right, Blevs. Good to see you, man. So we got... The next guy is Jeff Morlock. He's the okay. big, biggest Buff fan in town, and he I love it. is Absolutely. getting your group. Woo! Hey, hat. what's up, guys? Oh, Look at that hat. <laughs> Look at that hat. <laughs> How y'all doing? We're doing I great. The, I got the real buff, Eddie. <laughs> I, I like yours a lot better, buff. I'm buff, and I'm the buff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, though, bro. That's really a good one. That's yeah, a, I appreciate that. My first ones, bro. Yeah, I got it from a dude off of eBay. You said it was one of your first ones. That really is. That that's a yeah. that's real. That's definitely one of mine for sure. Just by the way, but that was when I was kind of being, you know. On the- I don't know if you can see it. Was it was autographed on, on the top. top on the top. That's the original one. That's one of the original. <laughs> we, got, we got two uh, with this guy here. Which two we got, David? Well, I won the boots. Oh, no, no, no. That is getting your boots. He won the oh, boots. boots. Okay. Oh. Wow. Oh, Let me God. get these bad boys out. <laughs> Let him know how you want those beauty Check that out, brother. It's Bob oh, awesome. boots. <laughs> Wow. If I tell you how much money I made in these, God, it'd be amazing. <laughs> let's see. Let's get the gold. Let's get the gold. Here's the other one. Uh, that's too cool, man. Who? Um, let me sign them for you. Hand me the gold, baby. You want them for five years in the ring. God, dude. Seven's had the money back for Which one? The gold? That's the gold. Does he want gold? Or... We got silver in there, too. Go we'll to silver? Silver might be cool. Put silver on that. Okay, sure. We're just so. always unsure how the how it works on leather. So. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> the, what, the same what does he want him to say? What do you think, Jeff? Silver or gold? Just sign your name. Just sign uh, 
Um, well, I mean, if you want to just do uh, my name on one and just buff on the other, that'd be cool. Okay, so your your name is Jeff. J E F F. Oh, this works. J E F F. Buff. N W O. How's he like that? Nice. That's awesome. I really appreciate it. What do you want on the other? You on the other one? Um, you can just sign your name and um, I don't know, whatever you feel like. You I got you. I'm put, I'm both, <laughs> and I'm the stuff. Love it. That's awesome. Thank you so much, bro, for tuning into us, man. The wow, asylum, the asylum, man. These guys have, these guys have really stepped out to help me out here and. They're tremendous, and uh, they've done a great job. But at the same time, check out the Asylum, because they're the ones that created this whole thing. But at the same time, it's MarcusBuffBagwell.com if you want to check my website out. It shows you where I'm at. Calendar, everything. So there you go. I'm Buff, and I'm still the stuff. There you go, brother. You're really a boob, right? <laughs> He's going to wear those tomorrow, or when he gets them, he'll wear them out. <laughs> Hey, Jeff, hey, we got hey, questions or comments? Hey, 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 Buff. Hey, Buff. That's good. That's good. Okay. Yeah. We got him. All right, let me let me you sign it. Let's put that. I'm going to put you, Jeff, on this here. Okay. He just wants to clean it up. There you go. So I got two Jeff. I'm Buff. And I'm this stuff. And nice. Woo. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Hey, man. Thank you for hey, thank you for coming on, bro. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks, Jeff. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks Jeff. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. You got no questions or anything? Nothing for um, time, bro. Well, Get it yeah, in. I, I don't know, man. Y'all were pushing me out of here. I didn't know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got time. Get it in, Jeff. Yeah, hey, um, I'm oh, right Jeff. here, brother. Tell me what you want. Jeff is one of our admin in the asylum, so he had a hand in this as well. Oh really? Well, yes, sir. Huge, yeah, I'm that's I'm huge. a part of it sometimes. I mean, I like to rep the asylum a little bit. <laughs> I'm a part-time guy, some guys say. <laughs> um, my question is um when you were tagging with Scott Norton, um yes. you know, you guys were my favorite tag team. I I loved you guys. I, I felt it's like you guys should have had the delicious. <laughs> I wish you guys would have had the opportunity to win. I get why you didn't. Um, yeah. you know, cause outsiders had to do it. I get it. But, um, how'd you feel back then? How, how was that? Um, uh, you know, well, you the, and reason, Scott? the reason actually somebody asked that earlier, but the reason, believe it or not, is because I, I broke my neck. That's why I broke my neck. Okay. We just got going and a kid walked up to us at a restaurant and said, he's looking at us. And I try and look at the kid and the kid goes, vicious and delicious. And I went, what'd you say? And I wrote it down instantly. So, of course, me and Norton went home, and everything was vicious and delicious, airbrushed, everything. I was delicious. He was vicious. <laughs> and it was cool. Yeah. The problem is we came back at a match with Luger and Rick Steiner, and, and I had my neck broke. So when I came back, Norton was in Japan. So they put me with Scott Steiner, and we became, you know, one of the biggest things you know so it really was hot so uh 
But, you know, uh, Scotty looked so great. It was hard to walk out with him at first because <laughs> I lost 50 pounds from breaking my neck. Yeah. So I had to get back into shape. I get I get back to 260, and Scotty gets ripped. And I go, wait a minute, which one are you gonna do, brother? So I had to get lean to be like him. So then it was then it was on, brother. Then it was it was solid. It was your know, big papa pump and bug daddy. You know, and it was for real. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to get these boots because I actually own a pair of Scott Norton's ring worn NWO uh singlets. So Dude, once which, I finally which ones get, do you got? Which ones do you have? The brick um, ones? No, I, well, uh, I like those too, but uh, it was the one with the NWO logo and then the smoke coming up into the skull. Oh, wow. That's a good one. That's a good one. The, the, the brick ones were our first ones ever. Yeah, well, so I actually, yeah, I won an auction. Cool. I won an auction on eBay for your um, brick NWO tights. And the dude, I don't know if he had seller's remorse. And uh, he messaged me, he goes, oh, you know, my kid just spilled some juice on it. I don't feel comfortable selling them now. And wow, I messaged wow, him wow. back and I was like, dude, I don't care. I, I want them because I already paid for them. <laughs> and wow. he's like, no, no, I can't do it. And so he probably felt bad about selling them. But those were the ones that I really wanted. But, you know, like I said, one, once I get this place uh, all cleaned up, I'm going to put uh, Norton Singlet and your boots together and make a little oh, vicious and delicious oh, yeah, those, uh, thing. If I had those brick pants. When, see, when Norton first came out with that, I said, Scott. I said, that shit ain't going to stick on those bikes. <laughs> I said, are you kidding me? And and then it worked. Yeah. So, of course, everything we did was some kind of cool painting. And I was a genie coming out of my top hat. We just came up with <laughs> things every week yeah. to, be, to be cool. You know, it's kind of hard to be cool twice a week. Right. It's kind of hard, you know. That's nine nine live shows we did a month. Oh, live. Wow. So I was trying to be cool nine times a month, not counting your house shows. Yeah. Big deal. What I'm going to do, though, I'm also going to send you a free 8 by 10 okay? Oh, man, I appreciate that. Thanks. Okay. So, David, mark that down, and we'll do whatever we got to do. But uh, yeah. it's to Jeff, right? Yep. And, Jeff, thank you so much, man, for buying the boots. And I think that's a great – I know I know it's a great thing to have, but they just uh, – I'm just glad you stood up and uh, – Came out as a fan, and we really appreciate it, man. And there's where I signed it for you, too, Jeff. <laughs> uh, baby. All right, thanks again, Buff. Thank you so much, brother. Thanks, Jeff. Yes, sir. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Jeff. Yes, sir. Thanks, I'll Jeff. see you all. <clears throat> all righty. So we have another gentleman who unfortunately cannot join us. Um, I. You can't see me, so. <laughs> Hold on. I can hear you. I got you. So his, you're going to make it out to Chris. He wants this one. Okay. You just make it out to Chris for him. Thanks, Chris, for grabbing an 8 by 10 from us, brother. There we go. So Everybody Archie. was taking up all There's the Archie. popped in just as I did. Welcome back, Archie. It's a no-smoking zone. Thank you, Nick. Hey, what's up, Nick Barr, David Gold, Rocky, and of course, How's it going, buddy? This is to Chris. Chris, thank you, Chris. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chris. Appreciate it. I want to ask you a quick question now that I had you here live with everybody. Now that you got that damn cigarette out your mouth, it's gone. gone. (laughs) (laughs) Legend. 
yes. <laughs> In my own mind. Uh, you were a part of a lot of great tag teams. My first yes. tag team I ever watched you in was with Two Cold Scorpio. Yes. And then the Patriots, Scotty Riggs, Norton, Steiner. Who was your favorite tag team partner for all the Oh, God. I've been asked that so many times. That's, 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 what was your second question? I'm sorry. Who do you feel you, you melded the best with? Who was, who brought the best out in you and you brought out the best in them? To be totally, to be totally, totally honest with you. Like, for example, how much as a fan do you think Scorpio and Lex Luger are alike? Well, nothing alike, but. Nothing, right? How much do you think Scotty Riggs and Lex Luger were alike? Again, except for physique, maybe a little, but Lex was the total package. Right, but but really not much, right? Right. So, me, me is what made the difference. I stepped up and did what, but let me tell you what it did. It made me a better wrestler. Because I was the little guy that had to make, had to make the adjustments to tag the total package in, to tag Scott right. Norton in, to tag Scott Steiner in, you know, and with, with, with Riggs, I was more of the, the big guy where he took a, you know, a little more heat, but right at the same time, to answer the question, there's no way because I'm a, it, it's just five times, but I'm a six time tag team champion with five different partners. Yes. And I get no credit for that whatsoever, but I have begged people to judge this and say, tell me, tell me somebody that's done it because I don't know, nobody that's done it and I've done it, but I get zero credit for that, nor do I really care. And it made me a really, made me a better wrestler because I had to learn how to adjust and be different, you know, and, and adjust to their style. Well, Look, you may say you don't get any credit for it, but this whole week that we've been setting this up with you and getting things ready, we were all talking about you being how many times you've been champion, the different teams you've been a part of, the difference you made on the roster. When you, I mean, I could even think back to you teaming with Shane Douglas during the ending of WCW. And that that, that's, 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 that's the sixth one that nobody counts because that was at the right. very end. Right. You know, I don't want to even remember that one. <laughs> you know, I mean, Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas is by far one of my favorite wrestlers on that franchise, list. baby. He's the franchise, and I think you and him could have went far. If WCW would have stayed around, or if you would have been hired by the WWF, I've got, I've got an eight by ten. I've got an eight by ten. That's that's. I got the world tag team belt on. Shane's got it on. And we're holding Jeff Jarrett on our shoulders, <laughs> and he's got the world title on. Hmm. New blood, and yeah. Is, and that's that's a hell of a good picture, bro. That's three yes, champions right there. Yes, it was a strong, strong, good picture. But Shane was always a great. Guy. Well, we got we got uh, we got Dwayne getting ready. Dwayne Aruda is on tap. Dwayne Aruda. All right, get Dwayne. Right, well, Archie, be cool, man. See you, Archie, for a little bit. Thank you, I think Dwayne got some pants coming to him, though. Dwayne gets the pants and one eight by ten in red. All right, nice. This one here. What's up, Dwayne? What's up, Dwayne? Dwayne, what's up? Yeah, and this one too. What's up? What's going on, Dwayne? Uh, not, not much. Dwayne. How you doing, brother? Not, not bad. How's things over there? Good, brother. Everything's going good. Good, good. Trying to get over this crazy-ass 
coronavirus shit. We all uh I know I ain't got it, but uh, damn everybody else seems to got it. Here you go, let me see the pants are gonna sign for him. Okay. Here you go, brother. Are you holding up? Yeah, let's look at him first here. Here we go, brother. Got the real buff daddy sign. You got buff on one side. And we got the big B on the other, but I'm going to sign it where you can see it good, okay? Here's the one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right yeah. Here. That's a gorgeous Wayne. That's a nice pair of pants, brother. Yeah. No, it took a couple of tries, but. He's been wearing them for six, six or seven years. God, maybe more. You've, you've beat me to get them, Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, appreciate you, Dwayne. Thank you, brother. Um, you got any questions or comments or enjoy your time with Buff, brother? Uh, Hold on. Hold on one second here. He's and he'll talk to you in a second. Here you go, Dwayne. Look, got the sign right there, brother. Beautiful. I'm going to put Buff on center stage here. Hold on. There you go. Can you see it? Yeah, there you thank go. You. Dude, thank D you. D-Wayne, baby, Buff, NWO. <laughs> He'll be wearing them next week, Buff. Guarantee it. Yeah, I'm going to run out. They're going, to, going on a beer run with the Buff pants on. Yeah, I love it. Yep. Thanks so much, Dwayne. Thank you. Dwayne, you take care, buddy. You got any questions you want to ask or anything, buddy? Uh, no, no everything, everything I wanted to ask already has been asked. Hey brother, I appreciate it so much, man. And uh, I like the uh I like the uh the headband, brother. <laughs> Thanks. And that took a little time too. <laughs> you got that during Corona time? That's good, baby. No, that's Thanks for being with us, Dwayne. Appreciate Thanks, it, buddy. Thanks, Dwayne. Hey, you, baby, for life. All right, so we got on tap um Roger Talent. Oh, Roger. And he picked the NWO buff. Okay. What's up, Roger? What's up, Roger? What's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? You hear me? Yeah, we got you. All right. What's going on, buff? How you doing, Roger? Hanging in there, man. It's hot down here in Florida. Roger? Uh, Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Got it, brother. Uh, man, the only question I got, man, is uh, I'm down here in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, any any good stories you remember wrestling down here? Or you know, we got the famous strip club row down there. You might have some stories on that. <laughs> we stayed. We stayed at the Marriott that was right across the street from um, a nightclub. Let's call it. All right. <laughs> but, uh, it was a Waffle House on the other corner. Right. So all right. we had to do is make a little circle. <laughs> you right on feet, man. Right. Good times down there, but here's your here's the picture, Roger. To you, I appreciate but it, brother. You, you know, you got to realize, you know, Hogan's from there. Macho yeah. was from there. A lot of big talent was from that Clearwater, Tampa area. But uh, you know, just just a lot of good memories all over, man. But they, they kind of they do kind of run together sometimes. But there's a lot of great talent. <laughs> That came out of that area, and we had a lot of fun down there, man. That was uh, a great place. Absolutely, man. I went to quite a few shows. Well, good. I appreciate it, brother. All right. Take I appreciate care, it, guys. Brother. You too, man. Thanks for letting me go, uh, Gold. This is awesome. Appreciate it, guys.
let's see. We got Jeff. He's wanting to jump in again. Yeah, let's back in. We got some time. Okay. Hold on. Is, Je- is Jeff coming back? Jeff, you want to give a shout out to that energy drink? Just playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got another gentleman, uh, Buff, who couldn't make it, unfor- unfortunately. Um, I'm getting what he wants signed right now. He is picking your lock. No, this is a different gentleman. He couldn't make okay. it. He wants this one with your red attire. Okay, got it. Right here. To JT. 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 That's it. Thank you, brother JT. I'm sorry you couldn't make it in with us tonight, brother. But we're getting your gorgeous 8x10 sign for you. Here you go, JT. That's you, my brother. Right there. Coming at you. Awesome. Yep. All right. Cool. I'm working on a couple other gentlemen to get them into the stream. Okay. Um, let's see. We have another gentleman who unfortunately could not make it with us. Okay. <clears throat> Got it. Both NWOs. Got yep. it. You can sign one just buff. Just one just buff only? Yep. Okay. And the other one, you're just going to go ahead and sign it, Ashley Dean. Do you have a spelling on that? A, yep. That gets a little funky. A-S-H. L-E-Y. L-E-Y. D-E-A-N. And, uh, Ashley. D-E-A-N. Dean. D-E-A-N. Yep. Got it. Buff. Daddy. Follow along with this. Okay. We got Ashley Dean right here. Perfect. Above Daddy. Beautiful. From Above Daddy. Exactly. Here's the other one, just Bob. Beautiful. Zoom in on that. There we go. Awesome. This one just fine. All right. We got another gentleman. Um, he wants both both of these. Okay. And make them both out to Craig. Okay. C R A I G. Yes, sir. Oh, Sorry, you couldn't make it with us, brother Craig. I that, uh, we definitely appreciate you. Fantastic. And both to Craig, right? Yes, both. sir. Okay. And Buff, I know you're wearing out the hats that you're getting, but if you can look at the bottom of the screen and see Jeff Morlock's big head right there. I we see big got, man. We, we also got do rags right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate Here's it. One got one to Greg, and we got the other one to Craig here. Perfect. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Morlock. 
All right. I like that name. <laughs> yeah, man, it's different. I've heard probably no, every everything you can possibly hear over there. You should have fought a guy named Morlock, I'd say. Whoa, 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 whoa. I ain't fought nobody named Morlock. <laughs> hey, if you guys got questions for Buff or anything you just want to chit chat about and jump right in, we got a little bit of a wait time. Uh, we got a couple more guys uh, finalizing a couple payments, so they're going to be in here soon. So, well, Jeff, we, if you got we, any more questions, yeah, I, I got a quick question. Go. Um, as far as the block buff or uh, buff blockbuster, how'd you come up yeah. with that? Always been curious. <clears throat> um, remember the night that uh, Bischoff came out and did the. You got 30 days to join, you know, the NWO or you're fired, you know, or the NWO. And it was like Nash, Hall, Xbox was in there, the Giant, and Eric. And I think that was about it that was in there that night. And he, he threw out the 30 days you had to you had to join or you were going to be fired was the storyline. Mm-hmm. And me and Riggs come walking down because we were the American Mills. And, you know, he, he and uh, so when I got in the ring and saw all that talent, you know, in the ring, man, I was like, God dang, this is, this is, this is where I want to be, you know? So, um, but the move I came up with before that was I was always a big fan of Rick Rude, huge Rick Rude fan. And, um, he, he, you know, he always did that, you know, that neck breaker. Mm-hmm. The rude, the rude, I don't know if they only got a name to the it. Rude awakening. rude awakening. The rude awakening is right. right. Yeah. Boom. And he did like that. And I was trying to figure out a way to make that different or make it cool so it could be mine, you know, a, a different way so it's not copying Rick Rude, you know. Yeah. And um, uh, Riggs is who came up with it. Because Scotty was the first person I wrestled as Buff Bagel with the, you know, the short haircut and the, no. you know, the, the neck, the choker and the armband and just everything was different about, you know, Buff was much different than Marcus. Yeah, the transformation. Okay. Yeah, the transformation. That was the first match. And um, we actually, believe it or not, went over it in our hotel room on the bed. <laughs> that sounds a little bad. Yeah. If you know me, uh, it's, it's not bad. But we literally practiced it there. So the first time I ever did it in the ring ever was when you saw it at sold out, and we were in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And uh, that was the show that NWO rolled up on all those dump trucks. And they were freezing cold. It was snowing in Cedar Rapids. Yeah. And we come rolling up on, you know, on dump truck. It was cool as hell, you know. <laughs> and we were on the NWO. I mean, it was 100,000 people inside the place. It was it was crazy. That's awesome. And we got there. And so the first time I ever hit it, and I used to, I think, I used to go top rope with it. But it got to be, uh, it's, it's actually a little easier from the top rope. Because you can get over him a little better, but at the same time, if the guy don't, you know, do the right thing, then you're overshooting, you know. So yeah. the middle rope was just easier to nail, to nail it perfect. So the the middle rope became the, no. the idea. But that's how I came up with it. And Disco Inferno, 
is who <laughs> named it. He named it Buckbuster. How do you that, feel about uh, guys that just that use it all the time now? Are you oh, trying I to think pass them the torch kind of thing? You're never going to hear him call it the buff blockbuster. <laughs> Vince ain't about to do that. But oh, yeah, uh, no. it does make me feel good about that because it's, it's a hell of a move. It's kind of like yeah. I put it in perspective with like um, when, you know, when Jake, you know, Jake came up with a DDT. Well, the DDT became part of everybody's match. I mean, it was part of a part of a you know part of a kick out kind of move, but people were using it, and it mm-hmm. made Jake mad. You know, yeah, kind of like a super kick now. Everybody's using it, right? <laughs> same, same, I was, I'm just like that, exactly. So to me, it's 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 a uh, it'd be like somebody coming out with one of these. They're not going to go, hey, look, that guy's got a cool top hat on. They're going to go, hey, I remember a guy named Buff Bagley. He used to wear a top hat, too. Nobody's going to wear something that, you know, that represents, like you're saying, represents flat out Buff Bagley, you know, and they're definitely not going to do that. (laughs) And my mom thought of that. That was a good idea. (laughs) Great idea. How much uh, trans? How much uh, say so did you have in the transition? Oh, it's on the figure too. Yeah, it's on the figure's hat too. Ah, I love it. <laughs> it comes off the. It shoots out the cane. Yeah, I know. Uh, how much uh, influence did you have or say so on the transition? From well, if you're not much of a figure collector, are you? Or do you get any? No. NWO, but yeah, I wasn't for sure. I mean, you discussed it. You know, it was together a couple months hold ago. On, Nick, Nick, hold on, hold on one yeah, second, Nick. Nick just stepped all over there. Nick. <laughs> Which Nick? Nick? What you? Uh, okay. What you asking the question about how much say so? Yeah, how much say so did you have in the transition from in the in the transition from the uh, when you broke off with Scotty Riggs to join the NWO to your outfit to your personality? Uh, how much of it did you come up with? Or they were like, nah, do it like this or blah, blah, blah. Can you make this letter out? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Zero. Uh, to be honest with you, zero until me and Scotty got over. And then and then when we did that wheelchair spot where Scotty let me go down the ramp yeah. with the wheelchair and I fell over and all that. Oh, God. I mean, in, in, in meetings with 80 talented pro wrestlers. One time Eric said this, I couldn't believe he said it because it just put a ton of heat on us. But everybody started, when me and Scotty started doing crazy things, everybody else started doing stuff too without asking. Mm-hmm. And so Eric had a big meeting with everybody. He goes, hey, from now on, everybody but Buff and Scotty have got to get it cleared by an agent. And I went, <laughs> and everybody, of course, you know, looked over at me and Scotty, you know, and I'm like, wait, wait a second, it's, it's, it's not because of me. But you just came up, me and Scotty always come up with good stuff, man, like the McGuire thing, when I dressed up like Mark McGuire. And, and we just always had good things we'd come up with. So everybody else started trying to do their own thing, and yeah. sometimes it wasn't quite as good. So they said, from now on, Buff and Scotty ain't got to ask. Nobody, nothing. Damn. But everybody else has to get it cleared. That's all. Awesome. Like, Eric, oh my God, you just dumped a ton of heat on us here. You know, so from that point on, 
everybody had to get it cleared by an agent what we were doing. So during that run, we did whatever we wanted. Nice. And Eric said, y'all just do what y'all do. Because everything we did worked. Yeah. But then it started getting to where, like the, the wheelchair thing we were talking earlier, which he's got an action figure of the wheelchair, uh, David does. And, yeah. uh, but, but they literally, he's got an action figure. We literally were told we couldn't use the wheelchair. He's got it too. I love it. <laughs> and we literally couldn't do any more wheelchair spots. And because the Wheelchair Association of America or whatever it was called, they acted like we were making fun of crippled people. Well, we wasn't. We were making fun of me. No. You know, I broke my neck. I was crippled. I was in a wheelchair. But they we had to stop it literally from the from the from the powers of WCW. We had to no. stop. And then they make a damn toy after it. No. I was, Wait a minute. <laughs> How can they make an action figure with me in a wheelchair, but we can't use the angle no more? But you got Hogan pushed me over in the wheelchair. I mean, it was a lot of wheelchair stuff we did. So they finally cut that off. You know, they cut the wheelchair thing off. But we had a lot of say-so for a long time. And then finally, it got a little too much. So they had to cut us off. Okay. Okay. All right. So we have another gentleman who unfortunately cannot make it with us. Uh, He would like this one. Got it. Look it out to Sean S H A W N. We got um, who we got in the wings here. We got Matroni. We got Matt Matroni uh, uh, next. Oh, good for Matt. I'm glad he could make it. I know he's yeah. excited. And then we got Bruno's in there, and we got Brian Santuro's in there. So let's. Uh, Sean, there you go, baby. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Sean, so much. All right, so we have Mr. Matt Matroni coming up next. Jeff, we're gonna we're gonna have to well, Goldie, we're gonna have to jump, bump some people out so we can make some room. But Jeff, thanks so much for stopping by, brother. Right. I appreciate it, brother. Yep. Thanks again, guys. Thanks, hey, Dave. Good luck. Love the name, baby. <laughs> thanks again, <laughs> bro. Appreciate it. Right, Give it, brother. Right, we got Matroni. He wants yep. these two. And Rocky, Rocky, there he I is. Can't hear, I can't Thanks hear Nick. Hey, so. What's up, guys? <laughs> we'll hey, what's up, back, man? Back out and come back in if you want. That, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right. How's it going, Matt? Hey, it's going so great. Are these, two, are these two to Matt, David? Yep. Okay. How you doing, Matt? Hey, I'm doing great. How you doing, Buff? I'm going to zoom in, uh, Buff, here. Well, hey, real quick, David, uh, we had a Jeff – Picture. Jeff Petrani. Did we do oh. a sign? Is it signature for Jeff Petrani? I don't remember my name. We have Jeff Morlock. Yeah, yeah no, Jeff Petrani. This is Matt Petrani. Jeff, it was a Jeff, though, right? Jeff, Jeff goes with the boots. Jeff goes with the boots. Jeff with the boots, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And then Don't we have 8 by 10 with. This is going to be to, to Matt, right? Both of these? That's hey, correct. Can you, can you All make right. the red one? To, can the red one go to Clayton? Clayton. Make the red one to Clayton. C-L-A-Y-T-O-N. And the NWO one to Matt. What's the matter, Matt? Yeah, Matt, um, Matt's right here. Okay. There's Clayton to that one, right? Appreciate it. Perfect. 
Okay. Clayton didn't make it online. No, he's just making it out to Clayton. They both go to Matt. They both go to Matt. It's just, he just has for a different name on this one. So this one goes to Matt, correct? You got it, man. Got it, brother. Thanks for coming into us, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. Just got a question for you. Um, I know David Gold. I know David Gold showed it a few minutes ago. But what's your favorite uh, action figure? Mine is actually that Power Slam with the uh, weird-looking dummy that kind of looks like Charles Robinson or uh, Ric Flair. Here's that for you, real quick, though. And I ask you a question. Appreciate Here's it. that for Matt. Go, baby. Both those go to Matt. There's one's Matt, one's Clayton. Do you believe it or not? My favorite action figure. Nobody ever talks about it or I don't hardly ever sign any or see any, but it was the damn coolest tool I've ever seen in my life. And it was called walking, talking or something like that. Uh, no, it wasn't that. It was the way it was. It was a big, it was a real, I'm a real big action figure in it. Oh, you're talking about the eight-inch one, eight-inch one. Yeah. And it's called walking, talking, something, but underneath my pecs, and there was only about eight of these made. That was it. Only eight eight action figures. I mean, eight different guys. Yeah. Underneath my pecs and all the other toys was these sensors that could read the others, the other toys' yep. sensor. So if yeah, I, I pinned Kevin Nash, it would go one, two, three, buff, you 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 just beat Kevin Nash. And it had our voice and the mouth actually moved. Yep, I remember That's those. Crazy. But I don't I don't see them a lot, dude, but I've got one that I can't get to because my mom's got a locking key on it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a real good one, man. It's it was it's a it's a great action figure. The tights are perfect, earrings, sunglasses, hair, the tattoo. And they actually talk to each other. The action figures do. So it was really a cool thing. I'd do a whole voiceover for it, like a whole sheet of paper. I had to send out words like, you know, like, ow, oh, you got me. Oh, God, you know. I had to make sounds for the in case you got kicked. Oh, you got me in the stomach, you know. I mean, oh, yeah. dude, it was the coolest action figure in the world, but a lot of people don't have that one, man. Those, I don't know why they didn't, they don't see those a lot. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And then uh, also, what was it like to work with Hulk Hogan? I mean, he's oh, God, dude. That's like saying, how's, how's it, how's, how's it like to, How's it like to meet God? <laughs> a little different, you know. God's a good guy, and everything, you know. Uh, no, but uh, Hogan was great. He, you know, he he didn't he had his own locker room and stuff. But I mean, he didn't like Ultimate War was with us, and I think I saw him twice. Yeah. Twice. Hogan ate with us. You know, we, I was in NWO, of course, and I was always around. He was in his locker room and stuff. But the warrior had his own locker room, completely away from everybody. His own food, his own everything, and and I'm not a I'm I'm, I'm an Ultimate Warrior fan like everybody is. Jim Helwig, he's from where I'm at, where I live, which is Marietta, Georgia. He's from Marietta, Georgia. His name's Jim Helwig, and he was just this big freak that used to be I mean, a good freak, you know. And he was with Sting as the Dingo Warriors. I remember I think them. I remember was her name. 
and they painted their face up and all that, and they, they were horrible. Ultimate Warrior was horrible anyway, but he was the Ultimate Warrior. So he, he got popular because he looked fantastic. But here's two green guys that paint their face up, and they were called the Dingo Warriors, I think. And that's when during that's during Mid South and Bill Watts and all that stuff. But uh, but at the same time, they were champions in each company at the exact same time, and they used to live together and were tag team partners. And they were so broke, he told me. Sting told me they were so broke that they'd go to grocery stores and eat going up and down the aisles. Wow. They didn't have no money. They had no money. So him, Rick Steiner, and Jim Helwig all lived in the same complex with their girlfriends or wives in this little podunk place, not making nothing, trying to make it. And then years later, making a million plus, they're both world heavyweight champions, one in the WWF, the Ultimate Warrior, and Sting at WCW. They were the exact same time. World tag, world heavyweight champions. So that's pretty cool, pretty good story. And and he loved Helwig, you know, and uh, they were good friends, but they did fall out. And that's why Helwig went WWF and he went WCW because they just they kind of fell out, you know, it's over time and things happen. But um, but uh, that was that was a that was a great tag team. I, I liked the you know Helwig was a incredible specimen you know i mean that's why i was a huge fan of ultimate warrior he was the ultimate warrior yeah absolutely i mean that's, that's a cool story <laughs> so well i think we need to get going i think uh bruno's coming in next who's the but, chick in the background anytime i see blonde uh, hair i gotta ask <laughs> 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 i can see them i can see you fix your hair to make this appointment baby <laughs> you get ready to get on there with Martin and the stuff. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna fix my hair just maybe today before I go see Bug Daddy. <laughs> Y'all look good. I love I love the Hulkamania, bro. Yeah, man. Hulkamania, baby. He's a so big fan. He's a great guy. Thanks for coming in, Matt. We're Thanks, really Matt. Here, brother. Thanks, so, Matt. Bro. Appreciate it, Matt. Thank Thanks, you. Matt. You're on. See you. All right, so we have next up is Bruno, and he chose the. What's up, Bruno? Hey, Bruno, buddy. What's up, Bruno? NWO, baby. What's up? This one here, right? That's right. right. Thank you. You just want to make it out to Bruno. Appreciate it. Got it, bro. Thank you. You want him to make it out to Bruno? Yeah, that's, that's cool. Whatever you want. I got you, bro, right here. You got anything you want to ask or story or anything? Um, Yeah, what what was uh, your favorite? Appreciate it. Uh, what yeah. was your favorite uh, pay-per-view to be a part of? You know, believe, believe it or not, if you can believe this, as crazy as it sounds, I couldn't tell you one. One from the other, and nobody else could either. I mean, just they were just it was just another event. It was just another live show. Earlier, I'd mentioned 
on somebody that was talking, we had nine live shows a month. And it's pretty, like, the point was I was making was it's pretty hard to be cool nine times a month. It's pretty hard to do that because you run out of things to do. Uh, you have a top hat this week. You got a red, pair of red tights this week. What are you going to do Thursday? What are you going to do Sunday on the pay-per-view? So really, it was just all about an event. It was just an event. So Nitro was no different than Spring Stampede, Road Wild, all that. Now, I will give a little love out to the Road Wild, and I'll give you a story, by the way. Do you know, remember what was called Hog Wild? Yeah. Why do you think it went to Road Wild? Probably offended somebody. Who owns Hog, you think? Harley Davidson owns Hog. Do they? (laughs) And they didn't want nothing to do with a bunch of badass wrestlers riding Harleys. That's terrible. So we had to change it to Road Wild. And Sounds so much better. Oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> ridiculous. So, but I was—I literally—that uh, was one of my favorites because I'm a—I'm a bike dude. You can go on my—you can go on my website and see it, MarcusBuffBagwell.com. And I got a really cool—it's uh, actually a Borgette, but it's called a Fat Daddy Borgette Chopper. Uh, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful bike, and um, um, you can check it out anytime you want. But it's it's actually a Borgette, uh, but uh, I'm just a bike guy. I've loved Harleys and bikes my whole life, and uh, I always was. I used to race Supercross and all that, and, but I went from that to going. Let's go slow and sound real tough. <laughs> that just makes more sense than to go real fast and kill your damn self. So we slowed down and sounded real bad. <laughs> and that made more sense. And Harleys were cooler. And, uh, you know, I got the big 300 tire on the back and all that. So that just, uh, to me, it all went to that, uh, that deal. But as far as different pay-per-views, there's no way to keep up with it, dude. So it was just, hey, you, you're, working, you're working on Sunday. Uh, Judy Bagwell, Judy Bagwell, match, you know. <laughs> or whatever, you know, but it was just another event, you know, so really we just looked at it as another show. We had, we didn't have time to keep up with the names or to this day, I'll get people go, Hey, have you ever worked for AWC? And I go, who owns it? Right. And, and they'll go, well, I'm not quite sure who owns it. I said, then I don't know. <laughs> I said, cause I write down one thing on my calendar. Who's paying me? what city I'm going to, and the phone number of who's paying me. <laughs> and that's it. Totally I, don't matter. Know, I don't care about AWC, AEW, WWF, WWE. It, it don't matter. It's all the damn same. It's just pro wrestling. It's pro wrestling, you know, and that's what we were. And that's what we did. We just happened to be, uh, you know, with WCW, we happened to be one of the first ones to ever beat Vince uh, on a consecutive basis for a little bit and then he ends up buying our company anyway so <laughs> he wins anyway like always he's a great guy and he's he is uh he's a call it is man he's a billionaire so he's got it figured out obviously cool thank you well, bruno thanks so much buddy for coming in and seeing us we're going to have to get going get brian in here thanks, thanks bruno. Bruno.
Thank Appreciate you. it, Bruno. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, buddy. All right, so Mr. Brian, when he gets in, I'm going to let him tell you what he would like because he wants to There's Brian. Away. He picked How's it going, Brian? Red pant. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. What's up? Doing good. Hey, Thanks for joining us. Hey, hey show me NWO. How you doing? <laughs> show me it. Throw it up, baby. Don't be scared. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Don't be scared. What are we doing, David? This one. Okay. Find a certain way. Hey, Brian, can you tell him how you'd like your 8x10 sign, brother? Let me sign. Hey, Brian, how do you want me to sign it? Uh, I guess to myself, Brian. With an I. Yep. Oh, to Brian. Hey, to Brian? Happy birthday. It was my birthday yesterday. Oh, happy birthday, brother. Oh, yeah. Man. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You're one of my favorites. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me, man. That means a lot to me. I got you right here. Happy birthday. How old you turn? How old are you, Brian? I just turned 37. 37, brother. Well, from 50 to 37 years old, here you go, brother. Awesome. <laughs> I'm 50. <laughs> Thanks, Brian, so much, Bill. Well, happy birthday. Got any questions or anything, Thank Brian? You. Do you still keep in contact with Sting or Kevin Nash? Uh, me and Kevin talk a good bit, probably once once a month, you know, once every couple of months. And me and Sting, same thing. Uh, once a month, once every couple of months. And we see each other about once every three or four, probably, at a, at a Comic-Con or something, you know. But, um you know, those guys, it's kind of like high school, bro. You know, you when you first got high school, you say, hey, you know, we're going to stay in touch. And, you know, stay, you're, we'll never, we're never going to, you know, we're always going to talk. And then, you know, a couple years later, you know, somebody gets married and have a kid and everybody just kind of goes their own way. And that's kind of the same thing with wrestling. It's just, you try to stay in touch, but a lot of guys don't. The Steiner boys. They live right where right, right I'm from, right where I'm at. So I see them a good bit, and uh, we're we're good friends still. And like Johnny Swinger, he's a great friend of mine. He's local here in Atlanta. So um, he's on TNA with the Impact thing, you know. So uh, he's doing good. And uh, but like you know, right now it's tough on everybody with this coronavirus thing. But uh, yeah, but I still I stay in touch with them. You know, rarely, but it's, it's it's tough. You know, everybody's everybody's got their own life. Everybody's got something going on. You know. Wow, cool. That's cool. Well, Brian, thanks for coming in, buddy. Uh, we uh, hope you had a great birthday, yeah, and um, thanks for uh, stopping in and seeing Buff. Oh, yeah, we yeah, really appreciate thanks. it. Thanks so much, Brian. Thank I appreciate you. it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. You're Take welcome. care, brother. I was gonna come uh, see got, uh, another gentleman that is unfortunately unable to join us. Um, I'll wait until Rocky puts us back on the. I got you. He I'm wants to keep, buff and I'm, red. Trying to, I'm trying to keep Buff focused big whenever he's talking. That way they they get that. You're, you're doing good, Rock. You're good. Yep. Yeah, make that out to Richie. R I C H I E. Hey, 
Thank you, Richie. We appreciate you, brother. We're sorry you couldn't make it with us, but we definitely appreciate the support for both, certainly. Thank you, Richie. Thanks, Richie. Thank Thanks, you Richie. so much, Richie. NWO, baby, for life. And we have another gentleman who couldn't, unfortunately, make it in, and he wants the same one, the one in red. And if you can make that out to David. We appreciate you, David. Sorry you couldn't be with us. He's in Australia. So it's probably around 7.30 in the morning there. So he's probably still rising and shining. Yeah, for sure. What is it? Well, come and get his ass up. It's like 8, it's like 8.30 <laughs> <laughs> maybe there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Mate. <laughs> we had a couple questions um, from our viewers. Uh, you know, because we're we're going live across several groups right now. We have about three to four hundred people watching us right now. So, just want to throw some questions at you, Buff, while we wait for some more guys to come in with us. Um, John Martin Jr. asked, "If the NWO is going in the Hall of Fame, do you consider yourself Hall of Fame since you were a big part of the NWO?" I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be in it. If I if, if I wouldn't want to be in the group. I love everybody in the NWO, and I'm so glad to be part of the NWO. It, it's a tremendous, tremendous uh, thing for me to even be part of the NWO. And I think I was only the, I think I was the seventh guy that was actually in. But just to be honest with you, I, I wouldn't feel like I was really wearing an NWO ring that the group got a Hall of Fame ring. That's the group's ring. So really, it should be one ring for the whole group put somewhere. I, yeah. I just wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel part of that. But it would um I, it ain't like I'm gonna turn it down. I just <laughs> I mean you gotta figure I mean, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hulk Hogan. That's the NWO, brother. I mean, we just we just did what they, we were told and and we 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 did it, we did a damn good job at it. But at the same time, you're talking about major, major stars there, brother. And we were just trying to hold on. There's know? a lot of moving parts. Yeah, a lot of moving pieces. And, um, you know, it's a bunch of, I mean, look at Lex Luger. I mean, Lex is, Lex is part of it, too, you know. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I, I just blows my mind. But then again, Teddy Long is in the Hall of Fame. Hey, I'm a huge Teddy Long fan. I think he's a fantastic Fantastic guy. He was our manager with me and Scorpio were tag team of the year. Great guy. Should be in the he should he be in the Hall of Fame and Lex Luger not be? No. No. So as the group, I really wouldn't be I really wouldn't feel like I was part of really being the Hall of Fame when it's the group. You know, but um but you know, I think it's a great thing and to be part of the NWO was just, it, it was my whole career. I mean, it made, it made Buff Bagel who he was. It was, you know, it was great for Kevin to even, you know, I wasn't real big Eric Bischoff fan at first. He didn't like me at first a whole lot. And uh, Kevin actually came to me and said, do you want to be in the NWO? And I went, uh, uh, are you kidding? <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. But we talk about Hall of Fame, uh, you know, 
if if if, if um you know you know Brett Favre gets in the Hall of Fame, does the whole team go to the Hall of Fame? Nope. That's a good point. There you go. So I put that in, put that in your mind and think about it for a minute. Brett Favre's in the Hall of Fame, for example. He's going to, if he hasn't already been in it, he's in it already. He's going to be in it if he hasn't already. But the whole Green Bay Packer team ain't in it. Nope. So <laughs> if we're all team as NWO, then it should be like Hulk Hogan should have the NWO Hall of Fame ring or Kevin Nash or Scott Hall because those guys are really who made NWO what it was. We were just the pieces to fit in, to help out a little bit along the yeah. way. All right, I got a couple more. I got one from Joe Beck, um, and he wants to know, um, do you have any good Sid Vicious stories? Be right back. God, I got a great one. Me and Sid were great friends. He was a great guy, and I loved Sid to death. Here's a you know, giant, big Bad ass guy that's cool and nice. And well, we were at a we were in Jacksonville, Florida, and this guy was was running his mouth, and all, and all the wrestlers were there. And we always stay in this place where the club was called Max's in Jacksonville, and it was at a hot AN is where it was, right right by the airport. And um, the guy came up and was messing with us or something, and. It was me, Eric Watts, Nasty Boys, Sid Vicious, a couple other guys. Well, the guy came up to me, and I said something. I said, dude, won't you just go, you know, go do your own thing? And he goes, if you feel froggy, he goes, Gee. and that's all he got out. <laughs> I took one step away, and I came back, and with one punch, hit him just perfect, knocked him out. I mean, literally, he went pow and just went straight to his back. And Eric watched 10 counted him. But all the wrestlers <laughs> saw all the wrestlers. Wow. And it put me on the map of getting out of the prima donna pretty boy thing. Bagel became the prima donna pretty boy thing to almost, you may want to watch your mouth. Bagel just may knock your fucking ass out. <laughs> you know, so I, it kind of went to that. And when it did, I got over with the nasty boys and Sid and those guys. But Sid pulled me in his locker room one day, and I've only got one witness to this, and it's Sid. But he pulled me in his room one day, his locker room, and he goes, how did you do that? I go, how did I do what? He goes, how did you knock him out? And I said, well, I mean, I didn't know I was going to knock him out. I just, I got, you know, it was a little bit, you know, you just got to aim for it, but I took one step away. But when I swung, man, I hit him right on the money, and it's right. called a button in boxing. And boom, I hit him. He goes down, and I'm literally walking out as cops are coming in to find me. <laughs> they don't know who I am, so I'm going. I'm, I'm leaving, you know, so, as the guy's still falling. And Watts comes up, down one, two, and that's what he's like. You're out. Well, Sid asked me about that like I had done it 10 million times. I've done it a couple, but it's hard to knock somebody out with one punch, bro. I've done it a couple of times, but it's really, really tough. And because it's harder, because you need to knock the guy down and maybe a little wobbly, but I'm talking about this guy was out cold. 
you know, and Sid thought I Sid thought I was some kind of pro <laughs> pro boxer or something. You know? <laughs> so the story is, he asked me about how did I knock this guy out, and I said, well, I didn't know I was going to knock him out, but I tried, and I did. He said, I've never seen nothing like that. So here's this big bad dude telling me he's never seen anything like that before, you know. No asylum admin, Nick. Let's see, Archie popped back up. Yeah, she's the new admin now. I'm giving her my job. <laughs> it's Take approved. It <laughs> a, another Fox, question. This is my granddaughter, Winter Rose. She wanted to say hi. And this is my son, John. He and I used to watch you on the WWE Network on the old Nitros because by the time he was born, WCW was already out of business. So... <laughs> That's okay. Unless you got to see some of it. Oh, oh no, he's a, he's a fan. He's a fan. Cool, man. I'm glad. I wanted, Buff, I wanted to ask you something about your time in GWF, Global Wrestling Federation. That was when I was a handsome stranger. Uh, yes, sir. Bill, e- Bill Eady is actually who came up with that That's character. As well. That's Wayne. Bill That's Eady thought of that. And. Um, I, I, of course, wasn't real hip on it because here's a guy wearing a little bitty mask that anybody could just take off. Uh, and I'm coming out with roses, giving roses out to chicks. And so I didn't really, I tried to make it as good as I could, you know. But it's, it was still tough, you know, to come out, you know, with the boys in the pro wrestling world as the handsome stranger. You know, and I, I think I was from Monte Carlo or something. But it was uh, a great time. I, I learned a tremendous amount about the business from 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 being there because When I started wrestling, we had separate locker rooms. The heels were in one locker room, the baby faces were in another. All of a sudden, I get to global, and, and all the guys are in the same locker room. And I go, wait, wait a second. You mean y'all can talk about this shit a little bit? <laughs> and then once I learned you could talk about it a little bit, I got real good. Real good at it. Made you more comfortable. You realize you weren't uh, a lot more comfortable, right. and you're able to kind of know what's going on instead of going out looking like two idiots, right? Like I did for the year before that at Global <laughs> North Georgia Wrestling. And but uh, but that, I learned a whole lot, man. That was hot stuff. Eddie Gilbert and yep. you know, um, you know, the Patriot was there. Uh, uh, X Pac was the Lightning Kid. Yep. Uh, I, mean, I was, I'm I, was Bible. I came from there. The, the, the Harlem Heat, they came from there. They were the uh, we just <laughs> talked about GWF on our podcast with Nate Maxson. And I mentioned, I, I want you to watch before school, after school at three four o'clock on ESPN. And I remember you as the handsome stranger, and then you debuted in WCW as Marcus Bagwell. And I'm like, hey, that's the yeah. handsome stranger. Yeah, that was it, dude. Like, went, who? And I'm like, he was in global wrestling. They're like, what's global wrestling? <laughs> I remember doing Steve Austin's podcast. I did Steve Austin's podcast, and he goes, wait a minute. We're taking one of the best-looking guys we got, and we're putting a <laughs> putting back on him. 
<laughs> and somebody explain that to me while we're doing that. And uh, so, and it was this rinky dink little mask, you know, but then years later, you know, me and Steve, me and Steve had, you know, a 30 year career together, you know, wrestling yeah. and been with him and friends with him. And he's a great guy, you know, stone cold, man. He's that's, that's, you know, but with us, he was stunning Steve Austin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But he was great. All right, Archie, we're going to bring Steve in. Oh, you're throwing me out? Oh, okay. Okay. I understand, Rock. Don't worry about it. We're going to bring you back here in a few minutes. <laughs> no, I'm only joking, Rock. Go ahead, bring Steve in. All right, brother. We have coming up one of the most um, vocal guys that I've ever met in my entire life. Very great personality. His name is Steve Moran. He calls GWC. GWC. Steve. And he's getting all three of your 8 by 10s Okay. And he gets a pair of your other pants. He gets oh, the other pants. Okay, which two? Which two pictures? He gets all three. All three oh, of them. There he is, brother. And there's your favorite figure, Buff, right there. He's got it. <laughs> that ain't it. That ain't it. It that's is gold. Unless he made a hat for it. I don't think that's the one. That's a great one, though, man. I'll tell you what. Big Buff Daddy came through, folks. And you see, you see, he had to help the GWC out out there. He was flexing on y'all. He brought an airplane yeah, with him. Hey, hey, the same one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> down around here, folks. Hey, I'll wrestle you right now. Hey, you know, hey, don't, don't make it happen. Hey, oh, my go. God. I the same one. Wow. I'm not going to beat you up on top of <laughs> wow. And they gave me a tray, too. Oh, you remember the trays I use? None. Wow. They gave uh, me a tray. Uh, Big Buff Daddy. I you bro? Wow. Wow. Woo. Cool, man. I'm going to sign him out. Who you sign him to? What's your name again? Holy shit, kids. All I got to say about that one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what hey, name hey. you got on that Hey, big buff daddy, can you uh, can you do it to uh, can you can you hit me up with a little inscription on there? Is that cool with you? Oh yeah, I'm going to. Beautiful. You know, I was you, gonna say, you put your name on it too. If you want to put two GWC, two G W C, I'm buff. Wow. And I'm the stuff. Wow. It's right on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, can you, can you hit me? These are going these are going right in the Motor City, right in the GWC Museum, brother. I got wrestling oh, artifacts. Put the seal in it cuz that's how I'm feeling out here, my brother. So these are going to go beautiful on display with the with the macho coats and all the other crazy shit I got around here. Buff is the stuff going out Motor City, baby. I'll I love it, baby. Good luck. Check it out. I'm buff and I'm stuff. GWC, One love. baby. One love, baby. Here you go, baby. I'm gonna blow you up, Steve, so you can see. So all these pictures, you want? How you want these pictures signed, brother? To GWC. Hey, it's clever. To GWC, whatever. Uh, hey, GWC and NWO for life. Wow, it's going down. 
However you want to do it, my baby, it's all you over there. What's GWC mean? Greatest wrestling collection. The greatest wrestling collection. I've been collecting about 30 years. My museum over here, my office is 2,000 square foot, brother. It's uh, seven rooms, a little under 2,000 square foot uh, floor-to-floor wrestling memorabilia. It's a little wild, bro. Check it out. There it is. Hey, we're, we're, at, we're in the VIP lounge at the GWC. So, like I said, it's a Here's this one. game room. And it's at every room up there I did. Hey, but my kids call it the, the Willy Wonka Wrestling Factory over here, my brother. It's going down. You know what you need to do? Hey. You need to hire me to come up there and sign some autographs and damn make some money for yourself. Hey, brother, I'll tell you what. You come on through. We'll go down to the casinos. You know, I'm VIP everywhere I go, my baby. We can throw some dice, throw a couple uh, – yeah, You know how we do it. God, I love it, dude. That's great. Hey, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. You, man, stay in touch with me at MarcusBuffBagwell.com. You can email me or anything, brother. And I, I answer all my emails. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. Hey, early, early 90s when I used to be down with you in the Stars and the Stripes days with you and the Patriot, right? Right. So, hey, I, I, mid-90s, I used, to rock the, I used to rock the fade like Buff Bagwell. I was trying to be buff as the stuff myself out there. I, mean, uh, I couldn't quite pull it off, brother. You, you, had, you had the swag dripping since the early 90s out there, my baby. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it so much. Wow. Can you pass that this way? Wow. What, Can hey, you pass that over here? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyway, I don't fly the airplanes oh, all day, bro. Come on through. It's, hey, I got, I got half gallons of Tito's by the case, and you know it's, hey, it's in the Motor City. It's legal, so come on through, baby. Hey, brother. Thank you so much for being a fan, bro. GWC for life. <laughs> GWC for life, my baby. One love, bro. <laughs> That's Thank it, baby. You, Steve. Thank You're you. the best, brother. Thank Thanks, you. Steve. Thanks, Steve, brother. Asylum, Asylum. One love, my brothers. Rocky, good to see you. Big Goldie. Nick, Nick, good to see you, my brothers out there. Yeah, I, you I, too. I, I, so, sorry to jump you. off and just jump right off in the buff and not holler at my brothers. I appreciate you guys out there. I love, I love all the stuff you got there, man. That stuff looks really cool. And I'm a huge Macho Man fan myself, bro. I mean, how many people do you know that you've talked to that have wrestled the macho man. <laughs> bro, it's going down. You're talking to one right here, baby. <laughs> That's it right there, big buff. Wow. Boom. I like it. Wow. Thank you, brother. Steve, man. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, Steve. Hey. Oh, he's about to say we got Craig coming in. No, Buff, that dude has probably any figure that's probably about ever been made. That was a great action figure he had there, but my hat, but I've got the reason why I have mine glued to my hand, because believe it or not, they make this action figure and the hat don't fit the head. Figures. Isn't that amazing? Unintended. I glued it to my hand. <laughs> I glued it to my hand. <laughs> right, we got, we got Craig coming in. That's the very first pair of pants that Buff ever wore was the NWO. All right, so we got another Craig. Craig. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. How you doing, Craig? Hey, Craig. How's it going? Hey, Buff. Thanks for doing this. 
All righty. Mr. Craig, I believe if I'm correct, you wanted a beautiful Hasbro 8x10. Yes, that's perfect. That's awesome. You've been three. You got all the GWC. GWC and the pen. Yeah. Uh, how you doing, Greg? Good, Buff. How are you, man? Thanks good, for man. doing this. Good. Thanks you for know, showing up, man. No problem, man. I wanted to ask you about uh, Savage Beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to get it right. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> was it Escape from Savage Beach? It was no, which one is it? Escape? Return. Okay, I Return. thought it was Lethal or something. Return. Lethal Ladies. Return to Savage Beach. Okay, yeah, exactly. Return to Savage Beach. Okay. Do you remember, do you remember the chick's name that was in it? Julie Strain. Julie yes. Strain, yes. brother. Was her. Hey. She was hiding. We all, yeah. all get the thing we I all did with her, her husband was about 20, 20 yards away. <laughs> and I'm like, what in the hell? I'm like, and, they, and then we got to do one scene in the pool, and I had to be naked. I go, God, don't get in pools naked. <laughs> it ain't good. And we're in LA. It's about seventy degrees anyway. So I definitely wasn't pulling. So during that scene when we're in the pool, she's butt naked, and I've got a flesh colored G string on. That's <laughs> my truth. That's and I funny, done that man. Day of the Warrior first. Remember, I did Day of the Warrior, and I was kind of the bad guy of an yes, Indian. Yes. For some damn reason, I was an Indian. And Andy Sedaris loved me, and so they brought me back as Return to Savage Beach. And by then, I had my hair cut like Buff, and I was a good guy. I was like on their team. I was part of the lethal team, whatever you know. So I was a good guy now, but the first one I was a bad guy. I was, you know, the day That's of the funny, man. We need to get back to making more movies like that. We need more of those, dude. I'm telling you, they're great. Mm-hmm, I agree. So do you do you watch any of the current wrestling? Are you a fan at all? I try, man, but dang, right now it's really hard because like I watched AEW the other night. Thank God have mercy. I mean, they had ten <laughs> guys standing around the damn ring, man. Mm-hmm. God bless them. Nobody can go watch. So I feel so bad for them, man. It ain't like and trust me. It ain't like they suggested they to go out there. It ain't like they said, hey, can I go stand by the ring? They were told to go stand out there by the ring. Right. You know, and that was the fans. I mean, that was the whole that was the whole deal. And it was it really took my breath away and kind of hurt my feelings. Like it was upsetting Damn. to me to see pro wrestling going to two guys wrestling in the ring and the audience was 10 guys around it. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about top guys. Billy Gunn. Sure, sure. It's Billy tough Gunn. watching right now with that. He's got the arena guys, stuff. But, dude, it was hard to watch and hard to swallow, bro, watching that coming from me walking out in front of 100,000 people, you know. And and that camera, I always went to the camera to remember because mm-hmm. I, I didn't care about the 100,000. I cared about the 20 million. It was right here. So they try to get. They tried their best to get me to quit doing that. God, you got to go talking in the ring. You got to go talking to the camera. Can't do that no more. I kept doing it, and finally the office, the suits, as we call them, come down, and they go, "You talking to the camera? 
as much as you want. And get pissed off all the agents. They were all mad because they were trying to give me the quickos. In wrestling, you're not supposed to look in the camera. Well, I'm going to talk to 20 million people instead of talking to 10. You know, so it just makes sense to me. You know, and of course, once I started doing it, nobody else could do it because I was the only one that did it. You know, so I just decided to talk to 20 million instead of talking to 100,000. Who wanted the uh, Hasbro one signed, Buff? What now, brother? Um, Mr. Hold on, hold on. I got you. I got you. There you go. Craig wants this one signed for Yeah, Hasbro. That's a good one. Yeah, please. That one? Do you have any uh, any memories of Vince Russo in WCW? Um. I was just watching um, the Sin pay-per-view, and you and I can't remember who it was. You, you came in on a, like this blue, this purple hot rod backstage. <laughs> it was badass, though. I don't know if you remember at all. No, I don't. Dude, God, we did so many shows. It's 2001. Yeah. It was like your second to last WCW pay per view. To Sin. I was about to say that you know, Judy on the forklift match was well, the last. Oh, amazing. That was, that was that was the last pay per view I think I did. I think. Huh. But uh, that was that was 2001. Also, that was right toward the end, bro. That yeah. Was, that was at the end. That was time at the end of the good old days. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyway, I just I just finished uh, Scott Norton's book and. Any chance you, you might be writing a book or anything? I got or? one coming out, man. I got yes. one coming out. And, um, um, God, it's, the guy, it's, the guy, it's, the, if you look up a book, if you look up a book called Nitro. A guy okay, named yeah. Guy Evans writ, wrote that book. Yes, I've seen and it. Yeah. He's writing my book as we speak right now. Okay, awesome. So he came and licked him and stayed with us about four days and got every story in the world from me. And every time I think of a, no, a new story, I'll go write it down and call him and tell him. I'll go, hey, man, you know, we just YouTube it over to him. He can see it and he adds it into the, his book, you know. <laughs> so that's how we do it. Because I that's remember cool. later on, you know, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, my God, we got kicked off the airplane in, that, in Anchorage, Alaska. And then I'll have a story about it, you know. So <laughs> I've constantly got all these stories that are just that I remember. My mem- my memory is incredible. At least my long term memory is. Sure. I'm gonna forget this for about an hour, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember eleven years from now. I promise. <laughs> all right. Well, that's awesome, Buff. Thank you so much. The book's projected in 2021, so look for it, bro. I will. I'll definitely read it. It's a good one, Greg. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. Have a good one. Okay. We got. Hey, I got a question here. Oh. What are we Go doing? Ahead. I got a question here uh, from one of our viewers here. Any chance of you having one last run with AEW or? Have you thought of anything? Oh, there you go. Break it down. <laughs> or and are you happy with how your career finished, or how would you have done it different? Or how was your what was your first question first of AEW? Uh, the any chance of a last run with AEW? But up to me. No. Never had a first one. <laughs> 
<laughs> I read the first one. <laughs> and half the guy I watch, half the guys I watch, I don't know. So yeah. I don't, I don't really don't know. It's just, it's a real, it's a, this is a tough business, bro. I mean, just imagine this for a minute. Just take this in for everybody listening. And take this in for a second. You are Buff Bagwell at your peak. At your peak. And you're in Atlanta, Georgia for a Monday night Raw. And you get fired. Excuse me. Sorry about that. I was released. Now, I raised my hand on the release part, and I had to ask what the difference was. And when they had an answer for it, I thought, just start smiling and shaking hands because it's done. So anybody named Buff Bagwell that gets fired in Atlanta, Georgia. Good luck on trying to make it in this business, bro. I mean, but here's the good, the good news for Vince is it cleaned up the locker room. Everybody was arguing and fighting and all that stuff because the companies were merging and all that. Well, all of a sudden, they go in the locker room and go, hey, guys, if I was y'all, I'd, uh, I'd start watching what y'all are saying and kind of tighten up a little bit because they just fired Buff Bagwell. I even asked him, I said, how am I supposed to get my bags out without anybody? Because anybody see me go that way when everybody else is going this way with your luggage, well, everybody's going to go, Bagel, where are you going? Where are you going? And I mean, everybody asked, Bagel, where are you going? Where are you going? I just kept my mouth shut and tried not to cry and just got outside as fast as I could, held out the tears, and the last person I saw was Woman and Chris Benoit. And they're both dead down too. So here he is. He just had the neck surgery. And I was trying not to cry. And I lost him when I got to him. And then I said, you guys got fired. He goes, you just got fired? I said, "I said, well, they called it released. I, I, I don't know, but I, I think it's fired. I mean, the way it looked, it sounded to me. So here you, here you are, Buff Bagwell. Why not keep me there and beat me that night? Why not just beat me and then fire me? No. Instead, they fired me. I, I, left, I left the building at 4 o'clock. I said, couldn't you guys just call me and save me a trip down here? <laughs> Why not just say, hey, look, man, you're, 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 you're done. You're fired. You're released or whatever you want to call it, you know? So to answer your question, bro, all that's out of my hands. I mean, this is – I'm so easy to find. I mean, if you want to find Buff Bagel, it's pretty easy to find him. So me calling up and asking a promoter, hey, can you, you got a job for me? Well, that's automatically going to cut your pay in half because <laughs> yeah. they know you need a job. So the last thing, and plus that, they're not going to hire you because you're calling anyway. No. If they want you, they're going to call you. What's up, Chris? And What's up, guys? On that ring. So, yes, I'd go if, I, if they call. Right. I ain't been called yet. Absolutely. What's up, big man? What's going on? Under from down under. How's things over there? <laughs> Good, brother. What time is it Only, there? About uh, just nine? woke up here. <laughs> you just yeah. got moving. My uh, question, Buff, is: uh, Have you ever been to Australia? What What did you think? 
Australia is one of my probably def, definitely top five, but probably more like three of where I would live. And the reason why is it takes 24 hours to get there. Air, people don't realize how long it takes to get there, but 17 hours is direct from L.A. to Melbourne. But you got another four and a half some hours, to, to about 24, 25 hour trip. But when you get there, it's like you're still in the United States kind of, but people talk a little bit different accents. But how Australia, if you really look at Australia and then look at the United States, it's a lot the same, man. You got Melbourne down here like Atlanta. You got Perth, kind of like LA. It's about the same amount of trip air wise. You've got, it's, it's kind of set up like you don't feel like you're so far gone. When you go to Japan, you are in Japan. <laughs> when you go to Australia, I felt like you're kind of at home and everybody's huge wrestling fans there. Everybody's super nice. So I love Australia and I've been there. God, if you remember, you may be too young, but that was the first thing I went to out of out of WCW. And I went to the WWE. And then when they released me, um, that's when World Wrestling All-Stars kicked in. Andrew McManus was the owner of it, and it was called the WWA, World Wrestling All-Stars. I mean, Sid Vicious, Sting, Scott Steiner, Rick Steiner, Buff Bagwell, Jeff Jarrett. I mean, every star that WWF did not have we went to the WWA and we had a hell of a run, dude. I was actually in Australia when 9-11 happened. When it, when, I, when we got, when the plane went to the building here over in the United States and all that stuff happened, we watched it from Australia. So we thought we were going to be in Australia a couple of months, you know, because of the, the what had went on in the United States. But actually uh, about five days later, I was back home, but, um, you know, but Australia is a great, great country, and I would definitely be it'd be a place I would choose to live. Well, you're welcome to come and hang out with me, mate. Uh, I'm hey. on the website, so uh, my shout. It. If you if you come down and fly down here, I'll pay for your drinks. Hey, I like there that. There you go. There I'm you go. There you. Although I think I might need to take a loan out because I reckon you can handle yourself better than I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I'm I'm actually lighting up a little bit, so. Um, yeah. But no, but I just um, I love Australia a lot, man. I really do. Matter of fact, I was there not too long ago. Uh, maybe maybe it's, it's, I say not too long. Ago. It's probably been a year now. But I went for a an in, little independent group. But I did like a bunch of shows that they all got together to pay enough money to afford yeah. me. So I had to, I, mean, I, had to do, I had to do like a talk to a, a big group of people and a couple of appearances and. And I wrestled a couple of different venues and, but it was, uh, it was just, it was just a great, great time. And, and I, you know, the cities, you kind of forget when you're not, when you don't live there, what cities were there or what cities I was actually in. But, you know, I always remember Melbourne and Sydney because they're the first two. You either fly into Melbourne or you fly into Sydney, you know, when you come from LA, I mean, from LA, it's yeah. just the other. So from there, you know, I, 
I don't know much more besides I've been all over it. Oh, well, I'm on the West Coast. Buzz, buff, so that are you if you uh, Perth? Yeah, I'm like in Perth. Perth so. are you? Yeah, I'm over in Perth and uh, the most Isn't there isolated. Is there a place called Wellagong or Wellabong or something? What's that? Isn't there a place called Wellagong or Wellabong? Uh, Wollongong. Boom. Say it again. Wollongong. Yes, that was a big city for us, too. Ain't that yeah. like on the water? It's near Sydney. Okay, yeah, I thought that was further your way. But, yeah, we actually wrestled there, and we were all over that place, man. I did I did five Australia trips in one year, which is a wow. big deal, bro. That's a long, it's a long flight five times in one year, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you, so glad you tuned into us, man. I'll just ask you one other question and then I'll let you go because okay. I've, got, I've got my kids here having breakfast and uh, it's a bit too <laughs> messy to be uh, on here. Okay. Um, did you ever have any moments in your career where you were in the ring and you went, "This something's wrong or there was a real concern that uh, something was going on that you couldn't change? When I got paralyzed. Yeah. But, but, but it wasn't like I was trying to guess. I knew. I've been hurt enough at... 50 years old now, and keep in mind, back then I was 28. So at 28, even then, I'd been hurt enough to know something wasn't just maybe not right. I knew exactly this was something totally different. So I instantly knew I was paralyzed because I couldn't move. And it wasn't like a stinger where it was kind of twiggling and coming back. I was literally smothering in the mat and didn't know what to do. The finish of the match was Rick Steiner hits me with a bulldog, which is what paralyzed me. I'm laying on my back. He goes to cover me. Scotty hits him with a chair. And puts me on top, NWO wins. He hits me with a bulldog, and I'm paralyzed on live TV. So when Rick goes to roll me over, I get right here, and he goes, I went, I'm paralyzed. Hmm. What do we do? We got live cameras rolling. So Rick goes ahead and covers me, and here comes 280 pounds of Scott Steiner with a chair. And so I'm going, Scotty, Scotty, if you watch it back, you see me going, I'm talking the whole time. Scotty, Scotty, no, no, please don't come on. No, no, no. Well, he hears me enough that he hits Rick with a chair, and he's just going to put my arm over the top of of Rick. We still win one, two, three. But I'm paralyzed. So my arm goes like this. (laughs) So two guys are laying on their back. One, two, three. Who, who won? Nobody knows who won. So the announcers were trying to figure it out because they never read our stuff. They didn't want to know what we were doing. They wanted, to, they wanted to call it as they saw it, which made it sound better. So they're trying to act like, oh, this is an NWO skit or something, you know, but I was really paralyzed and there was nothing we could do about it. So that's the only time in my career that was something – out of my reach that I could not fix, control, or help, or do anything about. It was just there, and I was paralyzed. 
Can I just say one thing more? Uh, firstly, on behalf of the asylum, thank you so much for doing this. Um, uh, we really love hearing from you. This is something that gives fans down in Australia, in China, Japan, wherever, a chance to engage with people like you, which we never get here very often. So really appreciate it. I also just want to show you my shirt here that says, uh, All Hail the King, Jeff Morlock. I think he's your biggest <laughs> fan. <from there. laughs> I'm sure he's already been on oh, um, a couple times. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, have a great day or night over there. Thank yeah, you so yeah, much yeah. for doing this. What time is it there? Out of curiosity. Uh, it's eight o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning here. Uh, David, the other guy who was meant to be on earlier, he lives in the east. It's 10 o'clock there. I think he's a lazy ass. I'm calling him out live here. I'm going to fast. So, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, man, thank you, Dana, man. I appreciate it a lot. Chris, sorry, sorry, Chris. Appreciate it, Chris. Hit me up when you're down on the bus. NWO. Calling Matt accidentally. Matt. Couple little things real quick for any of the hundreds of people that are watching us right now. It's only $30 to meet and greet with Buff. You get an 8 by 10 one of your choice. Check out the Asylum store. As you can see, Buff is wearing a shirt that has the Asylum on it and the Buff logo. That is available on the store to purchase right now. The Asylum Wrestling Store. If you don't pop out of it. Buff has some extra um <laughs> easy easy <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute buff one that can't be right that was somebody messed up the call i wanted to give a shout out to the nerd closet my boys over there for uh for helping us uh spread the word for this event and plus uh nick and all, all my guys at World Championship Customs, uh, they've done a fantastic job uh, facilitating <laughs> and, and making things happen. Like I said, this this show is not going to be a success without everybody around us and, and promoting the pages and promoting the feed and everything. And the more people that see this, the merrier. So uh, thanks to all those guys that have been helping out. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah you guys all did a great job. And this is the Solomons, you know, I, it's, it's, they've done, we've had a, I hung out with all of them and we had an absolute blast. And all they got to hear was all these stories constantly. Mm-hmm. It's just story after story after story after story. So we had a good time and all these guys are great guys. And, uh, and just, um, I appreciate them for having me on. And it was just, you know, a lot of fun. I, this is just something, like I said, you, you don't see this happen a lot, you know? So, uh, this is a good time to do it too, because you know a lot of times wrestling fans are they're struggling right now because they can't go see wrestling. You know, it's I mean, like I said, I watched AEW the other night. It was 20, 20, 20 people were the fans, and it was twenty wrestlers. You know, and is and so it was just kind of it was kind of embarrassing, kind of hard, kind of hard to watch, and it just um, but it's just it just is what's going on right now. None of us saw this coming, and it is what's going on, but. The Thailand's doing a hell of a job with trying to keep it live and keep it going. And, uh, and make the best out of the bad situation. Yes, that's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. yeah, we got lucky, actually, um, with our show here when we brought you into Parkersburg. I tell you what, if it had been another three or four days, 
It'd have been done. Well, they'd have squashed it. None of it would have happened. You were my. You were the last show I did. And I tell you what, we were lucky. I'm glad it. I'm glad it went off without a hitch. I mean, but as man, a matter I, of fact, as a yeah. matter of fact, I just remembered why I called you. You needed to know uh, the name of the venue. Yes, very good. Do you know why I needed to know that? Money, taxes. To try to get unemployment. Unemployment. There you go. So you got it. So I was going to have to go through. Did you get it squared away? There was no way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> call everybody like you and get the name of the address where they were, their phone number, the address, name of the building. Wow. I think we added it up as 106 different people I was going to have to call. Wow. 106 promoters, get them to answer, give them to give me the address, and then go through all the unemployment crap. It was just not doable. But you, that is the reason why I called you that day was we were talking about that because you were the last show I did. I was calling to get the name of the venue, which was Parkersburg's Art, Art Center. Center or yeah, the Art Center. Our center, yeah. And just another quick uh, FYI for all of our uh, viewers out there: if if we don't have a line for uh, autographs, <laughs> feel free to uh, get in contact with David Gold. It'll get you a link, and maybe you can come on with us and uh, ask a question or two if we got time. Yeah. We have uh, Moran, who's going to come back. Um... Oh, he's going to fly that GWC. You know he is. Just a little bit, Bob. He has a request for the other pant leg, if possible. Um, the pants that he got. We're getting them back. Uh, GWC. What's he want? I got it. He's on his way in. Just give us one moment. Okay. While we wait for that, we did have a quick question uh, from one of the viewers. They said, do you have any really fond memories or stories of Randy Savage? There you go. Um, God, those we wrestled several times against each other and with each other. We, we did have the only, the only good, I guess the only good story I got, a good one, is... He, um, they were doing the, uh, uh, that's when the, remember the new blood when that came out, we were going to be the new blood. The new blood was going to be all the young guys and the rest of the guys were going to be the older guys and the older guys didn't like it. Like Hulk and and Kevin and and those kind of guys were going to be, you know, all of our interviews are going to be jabbing the older guys. They had 10,000 more better things to talk about than we did. For some reason, they didn't want it. Well, I got literally a script of what I was supposed to say about Randy as the new blow was happening. I mean, my interview was on a sheet of paper. So I cut the interview, and it, it dogs him out, bro. It's, it's, you know, it was talking about being old and dinosaur and, you know, we're the, we're the new blood. We're coming in, taking a well, me being no dummy to this business, I folded that piece of paper up and kept it. Well, about two weeks later, me and him wrestled, and he beat my brains out. 
in a match. And I was buff. This is when the, this is when I was at my peak. And I said, we got to the back, and it, it wasn't like stiff beating me up, but you could just he wasn't giving me nothing. You know, it was just he just kind of it was main, and we were main event, bro, and Thunder, main event. But he had the girls, you know, drop kicking me. Gorgeous George was doing the drop kick off the top rope. And that girl that came out with the dress and the, the thing, she was there. And Medusa. I mean, they all just had their way with and beat the, beat the hell out of it. <laughs> and we got to the back and I said, hey, what in the hell? What just happened, bro? And he goes, you need to be careful what you say, brother. Next time you're talking about me on the And I said, Hold on one second. I went in there, pulled my little piece of paper out, unfolded it, and I said, here you go. And he went, you mean you were told to say this? I said, does it sound familiar to you? So he's like, brother, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. It's okay now. You just kicked my ass on main event, a main event match on Thunder. So what good? I'm sorry, don't work now, you know. So, but it was just, it was what it was, and and he just made me look bad the whole damn match. And but you know, Randy still was he looked good back then and was jacked up and looked good. And it was a main event match against Randy, the Macho Man Savage, and I loved him to death. But you know, he actually thought I created all that stuff to say about him, and I hadn't thought I hadn't said one word. I, I wrote, I read off a piece of paper what I was supposed to say. And he didn't know that until we got to the back. And he's like, he's like, I'm so sorry, bro. I go, I said, sorry, don't matter now. I just got my ass kicked in front of 3.5 million people that watch are watching us. I said, but thanks, thanks anyway for the sorry. I said, but I just wanted you to know I didn't say it here. Here's a piece of paper. Yeah, and I beat the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> so who we, we got? got who we got? Let me look. Uh-oh. You guys ready to fly him high? <laughs> He's coming back, Buff. You better prepare yourself. He's coming. Ooh. There he is. I already see it. I already see it. <laughs> We're flying him in from the Motor City for you, Big Buff Daddy. <laughs> he's here in the flesh what's going down we're back hey oh um, hey i can't wait to throw those on look my old lady's gonna throw on the macho ring war robe the macho king robe i'm gonna put the buff daddy pants on and uh i, I ain't gonna tell you what else is gonna happen but you can figure out the rest my baby i can i can definitely picture that one <laughs> hey. hey i got i got a question for you if you, if you give me First, first of all, what's uh? I was gonna ask you if you could throw one more thing on the pants. What, what, what match? What's your favorite match you've worn rocked in those pants? I know, I, I know that's a kind of a weird question to ask you, but I can oh, remember. That's actually a great question, but it's a hard. I answer. remember those. I remember those pants, bro. And straight up, when I seen them, I said, "Wow, it's yeah. going down." Oh God! I mean. You're talking about a lot of, I mean, God of mercy, man. That's like those boots I gave, I sold earlier. I can't believe you didn't buy the boots. Bro, well, now here's the thing, dog. So, you know, the brothers over at Asylum, you know, the brothers oh. over at Asylum ran a beautiful little situation over there. And I jumped on, I jumped on a, I jumped on a little riff raffle situation. 
I ended up winning the winning. The, all I gotta say is it was meant to be that I got the pants. That's all I gotta say about that. There you go. We'll take that. But what hey. do you want? What do you want the other leg to stack? We got on this one. We got to GWC. I'm buff and I'm the stuff buff and WO. What do you want the other say? <laughs> Pretty. Hey, I feel it. First of all, you ain't gotta write this, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Put some more on GWC's dinner plate. You got me turning up right now. I'm feeling pretty good out there. I was gonna see. Uh, I was gonna see if maybe we could put on there. You could put uh, ring worn. You could put ring worn. I want to put these. I got mannequin legs. These are going on. These are going next to Macho's Macho's coat, my baby. You're going. You're going. You're going in the real deal. I want to put GWC and NWO for life. I want to put something kind of something on those lines. You know what I'm saying? Something I can. Uh, these are staying with me for life out there. I beat Shane Douglas with these pants on. Wow. Uh, and it was a big win for me at the time, franchise. So how about that? And I'll end it with your GWC thing. Wow. Ring, I love I love ring that. Ring worn. Ring worn. Ring worn. W-O. Ring worn. Buff, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, my brother. It's uh versus. It's a beautiful thing to uh, come and kick it back with you. Hey, I appreciate you, brother. Well, hey, what love? What love? Yeah. Hey, from, from uh, you know, the GWC, me and my brothers at Fandemonium, we got love for our brothers over at Asylum. They do beautiful things out there. It's a beautiful thing going on out there. What everybody's got going. You know, the give WC. Me that, give, me, give, me, give me your ending. Again. You had a good ending. GWC and something. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was. I was just getting. I was getting sidetracked out there. You wanted something with the GWC and NWO. You had a good ending. Uh, maybe something on the GWC NWO for life. Uh, okay. You know, something on those lines. You know, however you're feeling, my baby. Gotcha. G. W. See. I think, my we, need to, hey. I think we need to go visit you. Yeah, hey, you come up to the Motor City. I'll tell you what, I'll show you guys a good time. And uh, we, we, I, I, I do a BIG out here. I, just like my, all the brothers out there you're talking to right now, we it's a beautiful thing, man. Hey, all you all you fellas are looking pr- fresh tonight, folks. That sounds fun. Thank you, brother. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. No. You, ever coming up, you ever coming up to the Motor Green, City? Green, the, look, Versus the franchise, GWC and NWO for life. Wow. Hey. Is that cool? <laughs> Wait, is it more than cool, my baby? Hey, Ooh. hey, baby. You got the little goose hair standing up on my arms, if you know what I'm saying. Out there. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got, you got, hey, I'm, you know, you got me a little pumped up over here. I, I ain't got a whole fifth of Tita's in me yet, but uh, – you know, I'm, I'm I'm turning up a little bit, okay? Okay. And uh, hey, hey, I'm I'm, I'm gonna take another shot for you out. Hey, COVID hoagie came in out there. I hope you're safe. I hope you're staying safe out there, my brothers. <laughs> hey, what, what love? Oh, he's got. He's, he's staying protected. <laughs> That's a good one. I see he's got the mask. He's got it. Can't be too safe. Can't be too <laughs> careful out there. Also, signed buff to it here too, brother. Again. Hey, hey, one fucking love. One one fucking love, Buff Daddy. Thank you, brother. Love you. What love? Thanks, Steve, for coming on again, brother. Thank I you. Love you. Be safe out there, folks. <laughs>
Love you, man. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, brother. Oh. Oh. Too much energy. <laughs> Thanks again, Steve. Man, we appreciate you, brother. He's great. I love him. He is. <laughs> He's a good How guy. How we looking? Hurt. Eight twenty-five. Eight twenty-five. How many questions we got here? What do we got, Dave? You got anything coming up? Uh, yeah, I got a couple more questions. Let's see. We did the Macho Man one. Someone asked why he never came to WWE, but he did. So, um. Someone said, um, can you kind of, I'm, Buff, I'm guessing they're speaking of your time in uh, Japan. You kind of spoke yeah. on that earlier. They wanted to know what you thought was your best match in Japan. Oh, wow. That was, <laughs> um, I'd rather answer the most memorable. Is that okay? That's fine. Because best match, to be honest with you, over there, man, matches are, I mean, it's crazy. Nobody can understand each other, and you're trying to get out there. If you get off base, you're just winging it. It's, it's kind of, it's, and they have real long finishes, and it's, it's really hard to consider a, you know, like, oh, my God, that was a great match, you know. But the most memorable was um, me and Norton had gone over there and got tremendously over as vicious and malicious and as the NWO. And so when WCW went over there, we wrestled, we wrestled Lex Luger and the giant and we were going over. And I said, Eric, I can't beat Lex. That just don't even make sense. I said, again, I can't do it. So I said, I, he goes, he goes, he said, he said, he said, "This is coming straight from the top, bro. Because you're, 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 you got, you're winning." So here's me and Norton against the Giant and Lex Luger. We're winning, and I'm beating Lex. And I go to Lex and I go, Lex, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I tried to tell him I don't want to do it. You know, he said, he said, "Don't worry about it, man. No big deal." You know, but still, it was Buff Bagwell was beating Lex Luger. That was a big deal. You know. So that was the most memorable, and you know, keep in mind, hundred thousand people, all of them wearing NWO shirts, are watching. So that's one reason why we had to go over because we were NWO and they wasn't. And me and Norton had really gotten popular on the trip we came before on. So it really worked a lot, and uh, we had a lot of good matches really with Norton. But yeah, I don't remember those guys' names, and they're all they. You know, it's really kind of tough to remember that, you know, from being there three weeks. You try to – you just try to be your character and do the NWO thing, and we came out with, you know, paint paint people. I mean, it was like the first NWO stuff that happened over here, we did over there all over again. You know, I mean, paint – I went out and painted the apron. You know, right over in – right over Japan, just NWO, you know. And they're like – Oh my God! You know they couldn't. They, I mean, the fans really couldn't believe it. You know, they're like, "This is this is really for real," you know. And it was for real. I mean, the 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 guys didn't like it. 
They didn't like Buff Bagwell coming in and making fun of him. I, I made fun of every wrestler I made. I wrestled, and they didn't understand how that. They didn't understand that. They thought I was really making fun of them. <laughs> like I would make fun of the the sumo guy, you know, and I make fun of him, and he did the, the chop, 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 chop in the corner. Once they understood what I was doing, and I wasn't really making fun of them, I was just building up for them to beat me up and make it make sense, you know? And once they learned that, Norton said, you're going you're gonna to get a skill, you know? You're going to get a skill doing that. And then once they saw what I did and how it turned out and how the crowd reacted, that's when I told you they came back and said, you, every night, same thing. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the most memorable was Luger and the Giant. We, we beat them, and that was a big win, you know? Huge right. win. What's up, Bobby? What's, What's up, BDP? fellas? We have yeah, a viewer, viewer question. They said um, it's a two-parter. The first is, is which tag partner did you learn the most from? And if you know how they decided who joined the NWO? I don't know how they decided who joined the NWO. To answer that one first, um, I, I, I'm, I'm just assuming – they would was trying to hire the guys that were the coolest. I mean, that's what I would have done if I was if I'm you know trying to get a group to go together, whether it be a football team or whatever. You're gonna try try to find the best football players. If you're a baseball company, you're gonna try to find the best baseball players. If you're in wrestling, you're gonna to try to best find the best the best wrestlers, the best looking, best bodies, best workers, best whatever. But it's gotta be a reason. Well, if you got a body and can work, then you're you know pretty much in. And um, um, but that don't mean you are. It just you still gotta know what you're doing and be a you know nice guy and a team player and all that, and still politics involved and all that stuff, you know. But um, I don't know how it was picked. But I remember being picked, and it was a big deal. Um, and the first question you had was what? Which tag partner did you learn the most from? Um, I think only because at the time, at the time of it. No, I still got to give it to him, man. Uh, it's between Scorpio and Dale Wilkes, uh, just because of time. You got to realize Scotty Riggs learned from me. Um, I learned from Lex Luger and Dale Wilkes and Tuchel Scorpio and guys like that, you know. Uh, but as far as the most learned out of, only because of the time of me being very green and trying to learn the business, would have to be Scorpio or Dale Wilkes or both. And because that's how I learned the most from. Because by the time I had met Lex, I was calling the finishes. I mean, we'd all get together with all these stars, and nobody would talk. And so I'd go, what if we do this? And, da, 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 da. and so I'd call the whole match. By the time it was over, we were doing the entire match I called. I mean, the night I broke my neck, I came up with that whole, with that whole finish. It was all mine. And if you if you watch it over, it's – during the comeback, Rick comes in and like backdrops me, Brad drops Norton, and then 
He lacks clotheslines Norton over the top rope. And then I follow behind and clothesline legs over the top rope. And I turn into Rick Steiner, which backdrops me and goes up for the bulldog. That whole thing was called by me. And I don't mean that's cool or good or bad. It just nobody would talk. In the ring. Nobody would talk. And I'd go, guys, let's, there's going to be a bunch of people watching this. Let's, I mean, do y'all give a shit? And nobody really cared. And I cared. <laughs> I started calling shit. And I go, look, I don't want to look stupid. So let's let's talk about this, man. No. And then once I started talking, it made sense. So they let me talk. But then all of a sudden, what Buff started saying started getting heat. You know, it was not Mark Bagwell saying it no more. Now it was Buff. Did you hear what Buff said? I said, wait a minute now. <laughs> I'm Mark Bagwell still, and I ain't changed nothing. Except my name. I said, and now I'm getting heat because I'm I'm talking the way I'm talking. So it became different when Buff said it, you know. It was just hear what Buff said, you know. So that's just politics and the business. This is the way it is, man. It just it just is. It's just the way it is. I got a Scorpio or Dell Wilkes would be the two I learned the most from, but just because it was just that was the earliest in my career. And I was World Tag Team Champions with both of them. And Tag Team of the Year with Tuchel. Nice. I got a quick question. Hit me. What did, what did Riggs, uh, what was his reaction when uh, he found out that you were going to What would yours be? What would yours be? <laughs> you're going to do, it had been like, you're going to do what? I think it would be a little more like, Oh fuck! I'm getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's what mine would have been. Yeah, but he held on. He held on. He did good. He held on and, he, and did the, the he did flock, the flock thing. He held in with the flock and did you know Scotty Riggs was a hell of a worker, bro. Me, look up some Mary Camille videos, man. Some uh, uh, some some matches. He was a bad one, he's got one of the best drop kicks in the business, and so did I back then. And um, and we were just we, we made a hell of a good tag team, and um, but you know he was visibly and physically and mentally upset about it, and I didn't literally go to him and talk to him about it and say, look, bro, I mean you know I'm not doing this, you know, just just ain't like my pick. I said, but if you got asked to go the NWO, I said, would you? And he goes, well, cool. he goes yeah. Right. I got no problem with that, bro. But he thought he was going to be fired instantly. But he actually held on and got a raise, got another contract, and did the flock thing. He held up for a little bit after that. It kind of, it kind of fell, you know, fell off after that. But yeah, he still got a pretty good run out of it. Yeah. yeah. He's a great guy, man. I love Scott Goodell. I have a question. Um, so whose idea was it for the whole Chucky, and I believe it was a Scott Steiner – um, deal, um, but like Chucky's laughter would be it was a Halloween Havoc time. I don't remember what year. Uh, I was like, I what are they doing? I'm trying to think what you're talking about so I can answer honestly. Uh, they would like have Chucky's laughter in the background. Chucky's movie was coming out. Um, I, you know what? To be honest with you, I, I don't, I've never even heard that. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, it was like one of the weirdest. I, I think, just to be honest with you, I've never <laughs> heard it. 
I didn't know. I've never heard it. If it had, if it was a thing, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a big thing. The only big thing I remember hearing and being part of that I didn't know what was going on, and it was perfect. You got to realize, one week Scott Steiner had all the heat, and then the next week, guess who had all the heat? Me. You. And then the next week, guess who had the heat? Scott. And the next week you had the heat. Me. And it went back and forth like like Scotty would kick in the door on the truck, the ring to the the TD truck, and go, Y'all miss y'all miss my so-and-so. I mean, spitting blood. And, I mean, tons of heat where I go like, thank God I ain't got the heat on me. And then the next week I'd do something where the heat was on me, you know? Yeah. And so it's it'd be something I didn't do wrong, even, you know. And and this there's still if, if it gets talked about then you got the heat it just it just you got the heat but uh, yeah. but he um um where were we where were we, where were we going with that shut the Chucky lap oh it was so, just a weird thing like whose idea was it just thought remember, it was weird the only thing I remember was the siren I thought that was fantastic because he was the point of being the heat was talking about he really was in trouble in Cobb County. I mean, like orange suit, having to do shit on the side of the road. Right. I was. I had a couple of DUIs, and he got he got in trouble, and everybody was kind of getting in trouble at the same time. Yeah, or somebody, and um, so, but he, when they came out with that siren to his song to his music, all you hear was. Somebody was going to get their brains beat out. Nice. When I was managing him, I literally was really physically managing him, like trying to hold on to him to not hit somebody so he wouldn't get fired. I mean, there's, if you look up a spot where he cusses out JJ, where he cusses JJ Dillon. If you look up that on your online somewhere, that whole you know, that whole thing is true. Where he goes and rips the whole nitro stage down and all that. None of that was planned. And I'm trying to stop Scotty from doing it to not get fired. Yeah. That was one of those weeks that the heat was on Scotty. And then the next week I'd do something where the heat was on me. You know. Yeah. Nice. Irene thing was the only thing. I don't really know the Chucky thing. Yeah. I never Word Chucky thing mentioned with Scott Steiner. Be totally uh, I watched like a little video. It was a Rick Steiner, and I think Rick and Scott were doing a bat, um, arrival, uh, <laughs> and then there was something with that, and it was like a Halloween Havoc time. But it was weird. Yeah. I wonder who came up with it. it was- yeah, I don't know. I really it wasn't. I tell you this, it wasn't a big thing backstage because I didn't yeah. hear. I've never heard the word Chucky. Yeah, backstage Not- one time. The only thing, I didn't ever hear nothing about the Siren thing, no. except when I heard it for the first time. I went. Whose ring music's that? And all of a sudden I went, oh my God, that's great. A police siren with Scott Steiner coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I have um, two things. Uh, one, I have a, a gentleman who can't join us. Um, he wants the DVD that is about your career. Okay. Uh, he would like that signed. Okay. If you can make that up to Matthew. Okay, yep. All right, here it is. First of all, boom. Here's the DVD. Perfect. Good, bad. 
and the buff. And I'm going to slide it out here and sign it for him. What's his name? Matthew. Matthew. Uh, give me red. To Matthew. To Matthew. Perfect. Oh. And then he also would like that one we kind of discussed earlier, that special eight by ten you had with the, the group. Oh. We'll run down and see if we can find it. Go be get that real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me can make that one out right. to as well. Matthew did that on that one too? Yes, sir. Okay. Clayton asked how you came up with the uh, buff shuffle. That's a great question. And I've got the answer. It's a really good one. (laughs) Baltimore, Maryland. I, I was getting, but buff was, Marcus Alexander Bagwell in Baltimore got booed for five straight consecutive years. And Baltimore was a big town for us. Got booed every single time I wrestled there as Marcus Alexander Bagwell. Booed out of the building. And all of a sudden, Baltimore sees Buff Bagwell come out. And I'd gotten over pretty good. And uh, so I'd gotten over to the point where the boys were coming out and watching me, you know coming out and watching Buff wrestle. And so one night I knew they were all, I knew they were all, um, I knew all the boys were watching and it was just a house show. And I went out and just, it, it may have been one of my best matches ever, but not just cause of the spots. It was good because of, I went over the rail and had a beer with one of the fans and sitting there. I was just buff, just being buff, just, just completely off the chain. And um, somewhere in that match with all the boys watching and me knowing they were watching, so I really cut loose. I did that, the buff strut thing. And I get to the back and Sting goes, bro, that is it. What you did, you need to do that every single time. Oh, my God. How did you? What? How'd you come up with that dance? That 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 dance thing? I said, "What are you, what are you, what are you talking about?" He said, "You did that. You just don't got a dance." And then I said, "I've got no idea what you're talking about." So I had to get the tape from the crew, watch the match back, and see what I did, and copy what I did. So I didn't even know. It just it just. It just hit me, and I just, I just did it, you know. And then, of course, the more, you know, the more you turn it up, the more. Then that dance gets a little bigger, <laughs> bigger, and you become bigger, and all that. But, but I first time I did it, I, I didn't know I was even done it. I just, I just did it. Damn. Then it became, you know, lock up, arm drag, and go into your dance, you know. <laughs> but. 
I had to literally walk back to learn what I had done and do it over again. Here's the two pictures I got. This is one with Miss Elizabeth. If you look close, she's got a spray spray can of paint in her hand. Or we just Man, had somebody. I'll tell you what, she was just a the prettiest thing ever. Yeah, she's gorgeous. And you can see Nor there's Norton Luger. There's I see it's, there's Vincent. This is this is Hulk Hogan's real nephew. Boris Hogan. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Brian, um, Brian Clark, no, Brian Adams. Mm -hmm. His name, right? Is it Clark or Adams? Adams. Adams. Adams, yeah. Brian mm -hmm. Adams, Norton, mm -hmm. Nash, Luger, Steiner, Miss Elizabeth, or Hogan down here. And, and you can see she's getting the, the big pop pump over here. And then you can see the, the, the spray can, and she's holding the top in her hands, or we just had painted somebody. And then the other one I got is this one. Wolf back in there. And if you can That's notice over one. here, you see that salmon color, that salmon colored shirt over here. Yeah. Let me you let me that? let me put you up here. Hold on. There you go. Yeah, you see that salmon colored shirt over here? Yeah, it's like a salmon colored shirt. That, that's Kurt Henning. Perfect, Mister Perfect. But he didn't have an NWO shirt on, so he didn't make the picture. They they, they cropped it from there. Damn, well, that that's that's Mister Perfect, Kurt Henning, right there's arm. Did you ever have to wrestle him? And I beat him. Oh, and I. I, and, and I apologize about that too. What they're telling me to do, you are Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. Because oh, don't worry about it. The interview we had to build up for it, he open hand slapped me so hard it almost knocked me out. <laughs> and he loved me though. He loved me. He said, the reason I slapped you is I wanted you to come at me, you know. Like Buck Bagwell would. So as soon as he slapped me, I was all over him because I, I don't just get slapped. I mean, this is a live taping we're doing, but he had to do the the, the job for me. You know, and, uh, he didn't like that. He didn't bitch about it a bit. But when we did the take to make that match up, he slapped me so hard it almost oh, knocked me out. I came at him a hundred. So which one of these do you want to do? Uh, do the first one with with uh, that one. Yep. Uh, Makes one out from Matthew. Okay. Here's the tape for Matthew. Perfect. Okay. And then two. So out of all these views I've been using back and forth, just kind of testing them out, which one do you guys like the best? I try whenever Buff's talking to someone, I try to bring him up, you know, full yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah like that, that. Yeah, that makes like sense. That. So it's more one-on-one -on -one feeling yeah. to it. So. I think you're doing yeah. right. I like this one. From Matthew, he's a huge Buff Bagwell fan. He couldn't make it tonight because he's working late. Uh, Thanks, he, Matthew. 
he won the title that we uh, had um, that you signed for us at the con. He's a huge Buck fan. I'm going to bring someone live with the Buck. Give me a second. He's going to get a um, 8 by 10 and he wants a DVD as well. So give me okay. one second. Well, I was, uh, uh, Russ just messaged me that your driver when you were here. Yeah. And he just wanted to give you a shout out and say hi and hope you're oh, doing well. I said, hey, man, that's great, dude. Everybody was so great when they were here. Everybody was so cool. We had a heck of a time, man. It was. Oh, dude. I saw, I I'm going to remember that forever. It's It was just, it was a great time. Oh, dude. It was a blast. Stories. I mean, I, I told so many stories that it was, it was a, and all of them are real and true. And it's, it's easy to tell when I'm telling the truth because it's just. The way I tell it, you know, it's just, it's just the facts. And, um, but we had, I had so much fun with guys that give a crap about the stories and you guys did and took me in and were nice. And so it's just, you know, y'all, y'all allowed me to be me and, and didn't, and I'm sure y'all were expecting maybe a little something else. Probably. I'm, I'm guessing if I really asked y'all, Y'all are probably expecting a little bit of an attitude coming, and all of a sudden here comes in this the nicest, one of the nicest guys you've ever met in your life, but has been there and done that, you know. And uh, and I know I've met a bunch of nice guys, so y'all let me talk, and and so I talked and told you a bunch of stories, yeah. and we had a lot of fun doing it. I thought a lot of fun. I had a blast. So did I, dude. So did I. It was, I it remember. Was a great time. Uh, I remember when you was coming into the motel and we was talking amongst ourselves because, you know, we was all going to have some beverages. And I'm like, I don't even know if Buff still drinks or not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then the very first thing you do is you walk in with a case of beer and I'm like, all right, we'll have a good time. Here, hold that for me. <laughs> Here, hold that for me. Actually, believe it or not, believe it or not, I actually quit drinking. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, damn it, I'm sorry, I'm, I had the wrong, wrong, had the wrong can in my hand. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate the endorsements. Yeah, <laughs> they owe me some money right now, both of them. Damn it. Uh, viewer Jason Cooper says to tell you that he hopes to see you in Circleville, Ohio, in August if they still have the show. That was the first show that got canceled for me with. Uh, yeah, that was the Bobby following Bobby, weekend. Uh, Bobby Eaton, or not Eaton, uh, Fulton. Bobby Fulton. Yeah. Bobby's a you know, great guy. He's, he's, I think he's still fighting cancer, I think, or kind of yeah. got over. I'm not sure where he's at. Well, that to the point where I'm going to go make a note to call him. Um, and, um, but um, uh, that is one of the first shows after yours, Rocky, that they that I looked at my calendar and went, because I think it was right after you. It was just a few yeah, it was later. a week later. We back up there, right? Yeah, it was a week later. Very, right very next weekend. And, uh, and that was the first show that got called and got canceled. And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. And it was, that was, and a, it was, that was a big show. It was. was Bill always draws well, always. Pound and Round Town or something like that, wasn't it? Huh? It was the uh, – uh, Pound and Round Town or something they called it? I can't remember. I just remember we always drew really good in Circleville. We always drew really, really good there. And, you know, Bobby, Bobby's and me are really good friends. 
And uh, we've always been super tight. He's always, he always has had me on all of his shows up there in Ohio. We had this little fair show we'd always do. And he always would have me there. And, and Bobby was just, he's just a great guy. He he's a great, great guy. guy. I wish yeah, they, they had a, they had a heck of a card lined up for that weekend. I remember looking at it and I was like, geez, that's going to be huge. Yeah. Had animal and had you and, uh, Ricky, yes. Morton, Ricky Morton was there, I think, and maybe yeah, yeah, always, those guys. Florida. I mean, I was on a show with him when he, he brought Sting in, which is that's twenty grand, bro. Yep, that's twenty grand to bring him in, brother. Well, tell him, tell Sting that we'll be more than happy to not pay him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know they, I don't know how they do I, i'm like god dang how the heck are they doing this i mean he he probably throws that number out there because he could care less if they pay it or not <laughs> he don't care uh but let me tell you this do you know he has two different prices yeah you talked about that last time you were in there right one in gear and one out of gear 25 and 20. Paint. Woo! Paint your face. If he comes with a painted face, it's 25, brother. Tell him we'll offer him 30 and autograph. 30 and autograph is what I'll offer him. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We'll have him him in for 10 minutes. That's Steve, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's he's, he's huge, man. I I mean, let's just be honest. That's Steve. You know, I mean, that's... That's that's the kind of guy you can call a cornerstone of a business, of a company. That's a, that's your you know, your Lex Luger, your Sting, your Hulk Hogan, your you know your uh, you know Undertaker, your Shawn Michaels. I mean, you're you're talking about top 10, 15 names in the business. You know, I mean that's that's a big name, bro. Sting is a big name. It'll, that name will be around for a long time. Long time, bro. And for some reason, he was the first one to like me, dude, up at WCW because everybody else hated my guts. And he still loved them. He texts them. And yeah, yeah. Them. He did my podcast and all that. When I had my podcast up, and it's just, it was just, it just, it's just too hard to get people to come on your show. Yeah. I mean, I, I had Luger, Sting. I mean. Scott Steiner's first podcast, the only podcast he's ever done, he did with me. But after that, then, then what do you do? <laughs> now, now who do we call? Well, <laughs> you run out of names. I'll, I'll just go ahead and put this out there. If you talk to him and you mention, you know, the show that we did here tonight, and he seems, you know, a little bit interested, maybe I'll try to work him in sometime in August. Okay. <laughs> and he's gonna go, huh? No, yeah. no I got like, he'd be like, no problem. Uh, just have them uh, PayPal dollars. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll do it for half. Friends and maybe family. he'll do it for half. Twelve five. You know what? This you don't have to leave, leave his house. Might not be a bad idea this time. Hell, I mean. Like I said, you know, when I when I just see Flair and Sting at shows and stuff, two of my good friends, and and I love them to death, and I've done many shows with. But when you see them at a show, I promise you, they're not just there to because they love wrestling. 
you know, they're there for a reason, brother. Like we all are. You got to be paid for your time. You know, they're, they're there, they're there, they're there there for a reason, you know, and, um, and it's just, it just is what it is. But the fans literally, I had to quit saying it because it would upset the fans. I think it was like, man, Ric Flair was even here. I said, if Rick was here, it was for a reason. And they were like, what do you mean? And I said, I mean, he's paying a bill. And they went, you mean he, he just didn't come to rest? I go, no. <laughs> the harsh so reality. That, I, saw, I remember that person's face, and he was so upset. <laughs> I couldn't say that kind of stuff no more. I had to, I had to, cut, I had to cut it out. Damn. Because I, the fans really believed they were coming because they love to wrestle and they're in Circleville, Ohio, because they just love wrestling. That's not the reason. They're there <laughs> partly because it's our business, partly because they love it, but mostly because you pay. Yep. And there's we, a bill due somewhere. We all got them. Well, we got a couple minutes left. We're going to probably uh, wrap this up <laughs> at nine. We have and, a viewer uh, request. Uh, what we got? Bobby Anders. One second lower. I got um, two things for you to sign, Buff. Okay, okay go ahead. <laughs> Don't let me cut anybody short. I'm just. Uh, this one, if you could uh, sign and make it out to. Bill, I'll tell you because he's got two names. This one? Yep. yep. If you can put to Bill and Brenda. To Bill and who? Brenda. And then their last name, D-O-H-E-R-T-Y. Hold on one second. Sure. Last name again. D-O-H-E-R-T-Y. Like Doherty. Correct. And then write and then write for life, buff is the stuff. Good stuff. And they would also like a DVD signed. Documentary? Yeah. Yep. It's a shame we couldn't have like a little bit of music or something in here, but they'd kick us off in like two seconds. Yeah, we wouldn't last long. To Bill, to Bill and Brenda Doherty. Buff is the stuff for life. Perfect. Got it? Yep. Cool. And then how did me sign the DVD? It might be difficult to fit all of that on there, so just put the, the same names and then just put for life. I have to say our little... Uh... A little show went really smooth tonight, boys. I, I commend yeah. all of you for uh, yeah. for helping putting this on. Three hours strong. Y'all all did a great job. Thank you, It's been a great show. Wolf NWO. Awesome. That works. Perfect. Killed that drive over there. Mm-hmm.
All right, guys. Buff, I tell you what. Well, I, can't well, well, I got one question right for you. Bobby's got a quick question for you. Heavy. How much can you bench? You know what? I've been asked that question. Can you imagine how many times? A million. <laughs> and then the answer to that is always I learned from Lex, which is one of the best answers in the world. Because <laughs> it's the truth. Lex would always go, what's it look like I can bench? And whatever the, <laughs> and whatever the person said, Lex would go, that's it. Done. But to be honest with you, <laughs> I've done... The reason why we never lifted heavy was we didn't want to tear something and be out of be out of be out of you know not working, be out of a job. And so one day, me and Lex were really dialed in. I mean, we were ripped and big and lean and hard. And this is at the peak of WCW, you know. And so we was at the gym one day, and I said, "Let's just let's just you know." He goes, "Let's just see what we can do. Let's just let's just see what we can do." Well, we we know. I, I mean, you're talking about I was doing 315 for 15 reps. Freeway, freeway, not Smith Machine. I'm talking about unrack it and 15 times doing 315. That's not too bad. And I said, <laughs> he goes, this is good, right? He goes, let's just see what we can do. And I said, all right, let's do it. So we really warmed up. We really stretched so we didn't hurt nothing. I got 405 for four. And legs got it 12 times. Really stretched, yeah. so we didn't hurt 12 times, brother. I probably would have. That would that would probably killed me. Broke <laughs> <laughs> off at the elbows. Literally, literally, literally the bar. The bar was wow. going that that weird who has it going <laughs> i got all my stuff off everything comes through hey, here and uh, but he was Lex was a freak, bro. He was he was a freak, and and just really really strong. First time I met him, he first time I met him, he did four hundred five squatting for fifteen times free weight. That's and I just went, oh my god! Damn. I got like three fifteen for like six, you know. And he, here he is just repping out four hundred five. But the bar was literally doing the cartoon Ben thing. When yeah. you put four plates on each side, the bar is going to start doing that bend thing a little bit. And, start uh, a little so, bit. Yeah, it's going to it's going to bend a little bit. <laughs> but uh, we had a we had a we had a that was and as soon as I did it, I was so damn mad at myself, so damn mad at myself because I I just impressed three or four people and could have tore my peck and been out six months. And I just went, what, what, what does that do? So anytime I'm in the gym, 
and I see somebody do one rep of something, I always walk straight up to them and I go, why'd you do that? I did it just the other day to a guy. The other guy, the other day, the guy had 315 and he barely, barely, barely got it up for one. And I walked straight to him and I said, why'd you do that for? He looked at me and he went, I don't know. I said, think about it for a minute. Why, why'd you do it? He said, I just, just want to see if I could do it. I said, well, let me tell you what you almost did. I said, you almost, I said, you, I said, you kind of impressed about four people, your buddy, me, and another guy. I said, an example, I said, in exchange, if you tore your peck, you've been out for six months. Yep. So is it worth that to you? And he went, I'm never doing that ever again. I said, let me give you some advice. If you can't do eight, lower the weight. There you go. I said, if you get eight, you get eight, (laughs) that's great. And I said, if you remember that, you'll stay healthy. And remember, you're talking to a person who's got two shoulder replacements, uh, five hip replacements on my one hip. So I said, believe me, bro, I know what I'm talking about. Just trust me. I'm listening, man. Eight, eight, eight reps. I said, eight reps, brother. I said, if you can't do that, rack it. Yep. Just get hurt is all you're getting. Well, I, right. think, I think we're going to close up shop for the night. I think we had a good night. I think, I uh, think we did, too. Oh, yeah. I think Absolutely. Maiden Voyage of the Virtual Asylum Live was a success. Ran very uh, smooth. Thank you to all the guys. That, Fantastic uh, show. That Thank you guys so much. putting this together. Buff, thanks so much for being here. Uh, we really appreciate oh, it. Hopefully, Thank we can do so it much. again sometime. Absolutely, dude. You guys, yeah. Are yeah. y'all are in the virtual asylum. You get over and you join the asylum. I've That's right. Everybody links that have watched the video. Uh, make sure you get into World Championship Customs. I'll send you a link for that. A lot of great artists in there. Make sure you guys check out the asylumwrestlingstore.com. We're going to have that Buff Bagwell shirt on there for everyone to be able to purchase. We're going to have some of Buff's items that he gives us, his DVDs and some other things that he provides for us. And don't and forget the boys over at the Nerd Closet. Nerd Closet. And remember, MarcusBuffBagwell.com, baby. So all you got to do, MarcusBuffBagwell.com too. And, and I promise you, I'll be with these boys a lot. These guys are great guys, and they have done nothing but be nice to me and take me in and, and – um, and I'm not an easy guy to take in because, like I said, the first, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I talk loud. I, um, you, you, you like me or you hate me pretty quick. And, uh, and I shoot it straight. And if you don't like somebody that shoots it straight, then you're going to hate my guts. Because if you ask me how this shirt looks on you, and I don't think it looks good, and I say it looks like shit. You know, I'm just saying I'm saying the truth. So, you know, if I tell you. He does that all the time. <laughs> so just, uh, just, just don't ask me unless you want to know. Because <laughs> I want to tell you. <laughs> so thanks for everybody out there that joined us tonight. Thank you all. Uh, Thank all the fans, man. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, stay tuned uh, here in the Asylum and Nerd Closet and World Championship Customs for our next guest which will be uh, none other than Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's he'll be, great. He'll be joining us uh, May 30th at 6 p.m. 
Eastern ta- Standard Time. And uh, Rocky, keep me in mind with that a little bit, and stand judge me a little bit, and I'll even come, you know, have me maybe even pop in and right say something like, "Hey, Jimbo, what's up, man?" or whatever, yeah. you know, just to say hey to him, you know. Absolutely, you absolutely. You got two stars on your show, bro. That's a big deal, you know. Absolutely. So everybody, take care. Stay safe out there, and we will see you again on the virtual asylum. Take care of yourselves. Thank you. One last thing I want to tell you. Shoot. I'm off. See you guys. I'm the stuff, and the girls just can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs>